strike. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the BYU Radio Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, SAG Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Well, welcome to Cougar Baseball here in 2018 as the BYU Cougars take on the Hawaiian Islanders here from uh, Les Murakami Stadium in Oahu, Hawaii. Hawaii won game one last night by a score of, um, what was that score? I forgot the score. <laughs> 3-2 and a good, uh, well-played ball game. Had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood a little earlier today and uh, get his thoughts on the game and the season coming up. Uh, we'll play that for you right now before the opening pitch. We're here with head coach Mike Littlewood of BYU. Uh, just getting the season started here, coach. Three and two so far. First radio game tonight. Uh, tell us a little about your team this year, newcomers, maybe some of the things fans can look forward to. Well, overall, I think it's an exciting team. Uh, a little bit more dynamic offensively, I would hope, than last year. A little more team speed. Don't have big base cloggers, one through nine. Um, this year, it's kind of nice. We have a couple guys off the bench that uh, on the left-handed side and, and right-handed side that we can... Uh, right now, Kyle Dean's coming off the bench from the right-handed side. He'll DH tonight. Um, and then McKay Jacobson and, and uh, Jake Brown are both left-handed hitters that are, that are kind of battling for that DH spot. But um, overall, a lot more pitching depth. We have three guys that haven't even thrown on this trip, and we're you know five game, games into it. And so feel good about the guys. Boy, every game in this five-game start has been close. Uh, it could very easily be 5-0 and right now if you just kind of close, close the deal. Last night, a perfect example of that. You kind of lose a heartbreaker, kind of, uh, you know, kick it around just a little bit and just couldn't uh, execute there in the ninth inning to get yourself back in the game. Yeah, I think Jordan Wood made, made a, a good pitch when, uh, in the fifth when they got their, their tying run. And uh, then we don't – we kind of airmail it from left field and Jordan's not backing up in the right spot and that lets the guy go to second base I mean it's just kind of a cluster there for a minute but we kind of you know we kind of buckled down again went a couple more innings and and um unfortunately you know you can say Nate kicked it around but it was a hard play he tried to do a little bit too much with it and threw it away and, and that's how they got their their go-ahead run and in the ninth they tried to give it to us and we just didn't really want to take it I mean we were uh the two errors and we just couldn't execute a bunt which is unlike us um their closer is good. I mean, he's got a good hard slider. He throws it 86, 87. It's, last night, our guys really couldn't see spin very well under, under those lights. First night game. So if you want to make excuses, that, that sounds like what they were doing. So I'll kind of back them up on that. But we couldn't see spin all night, which, which was uh, a little bit unique because the lights are decent. But, um, you know, the execution will come. We, we practiced it a lot and uh, just couldn't get it done last night. You talk about the offense. Boy, you look at the guys coming back. I mean, these aren't... I mean, these are proven guys. These are veteran guys that have really done it, done it for you in the past. Kringlin, Schneeman, uh, you know, just go right down the list. I mean, you've got some dynamic offensive players, so it, it probably shouldn't be trouble scoring runs with this team. Well, yeah, you'd think. The, the second half of our lineup's really what's, what's carrying us the first five games. Um, you look at a one through four, they're really not swinging it really well. B. Anderson, Schneeman, Kringlin, and Hale, they're not, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not really on track right now but they'll they'll be there i mean it's a long haul and and we expect big things out of those guys and 
the thing is you kind of determine you know are we going to bunt in the bottom half of the inning to get to the top half of our inning or to, of the lineup and really right now why do that because yeah. the bottom part of our lineup's really uh, been the the run producers for us tonight i'm going to give casey jacobson a, a chance to start we'll move nate favero over to first base uh, put Kyle Dean, Dean in there. Let him let him hit against uh, the, this left-hander they're going to throw tonight. And so, that's the nice thing about this lineup is we can we don't have to send the same guys out there. And I think we'll be competitive and, and we don't lose a, a step on defense. One of the surprises is the McIntyre kid from Tooele, Stansbury High. Uh, dynamic tools. I mean, he the kid can really run and cover uh, center field, and he's hit well for you. Well, what I love about him is he's put together really good at bats against left-handers. He hits he hits it from the left side, and and he's he's. Last night he took two great curveballs down out of the zone um, that were with two strikes, and that kind of shows me that he's that he's kind of locked in a little bit, and clearly that he's he's a front runner to take over that center field spot and, and run. But the thing about Mitch is he plays the game the right way. He plays 100% all the time, never never takes a pitch off, and, and I just love that. I mean, he he's not afraid of the wall. He'll run into the wall. Um, he likes running into the wall. I mean, that's just he's a fearless outfielder that um, I think sets a good tone. And I can see Mitch being a three-hitter for us next year and down the line and being, being a, just kind of a guy that we build this program around. All right, back here in uh, Oahu as the Cougars uh, get ready for the first pitch against the Hawaiian Islanders. The uh, Cougars, Brendan Anderson, lead it off. He'll be followed by Daniel Sneeman. Keaton Kringlin will bat third. Brock Hale will bat fourth. Nate Favaro at first base will bat fifth tonight. Kyle Dean will get the DH start and bat sixth. David Clausen bats seventh behind the plate. Uh, Casey Jacobson at third base will bat eighth. And Mitch McIntyre will be the center fielder for BYU. On the hill, Dominic DeMiro for the Hawaii team. And Kike Rios will be behind the plate and will go over defensively uh, throughout this inning where everybody stands as we are ready for baseball here in uh, Les Murakami Stadium in uh, Hawaii. Been 12 years since the Cougars have played here, so it's kind of get uh, nice to get back to the old confines here and and uh, enjoy a little Hawaiian hospitality. First pitch to Anderson's up high for ball one. Joined by Tuckett Slade, Tuckett, uh, Director of Baseball Operations for the Cougars. He'll be joining me on and off to, uh, throughout the season, so Tuckett, uh, great to have you with us. Uh, next pitch down low, ball two. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Two balls, no strikes to Brennan Anderson, hitting 278 on the year, the right hand. He's a senior out of Draper, Utah. Captain, that ball's hammered deep left center field. Center fielder going over. He is going to get there and make the catch. Wow, that ball's hit real well. Center fielder went a long way. Went. I'll tell you, it's, it's the Manoa missed here. Blows in from left field. That ball was hammered. And I uh, didn't think the center fielder would get there, but he was able to run it down and make the catch for out number one. So Anderson hit it hard. And that'll bring up Sneeman. A couple of balls hit to here hard last night. Game of Cougars lost 3-2 that I think uh, would have been out of most ballparks, but not this one. Really a giant uh, ballpark. Pitches down low, ball one. Only 325 down the lines, 365 in the power alleys, 385. They've actually brought the fences in about 20 feet since uh, we played here last. But uh, very, very tough. Really a pitcher's ballpark. Pitches up high, ball two. But another thing that makes it a pitcher's ballpark is that uh, huge uh, foul ball territory here. Yeah, a lot of space out there, that's for sure. Both down the first and third baseline as Sneeman fouls a pitch off. 
for strike one, a ball and two strikes. You're listening to the BYU Radio Sports Network, uh, streaming on uh, AM 960, as well as over the BYU apps and uh, ESPN 960 apps. So there's lots of ways you can tune in and listen to BYU baseball this year in 2018. Sneeman takes a pitch over for a strike, showed bunt, and took a pitch on the outside corner, two balls and two strikes. Cougars come in three wins, two losses. Hawaii has not lost a game yet. They're 4-0. They swept Air Force last weekend and beat the Cougars. And their strike three called. Sneeman goes down on strikes. Four out number two. And that will bring uh, Keaton Kringlin, Cougar left fielder to the plate. Mike Littlewood, head coach, 160 wins, 116 losses for the coach. He has done a great job. Got the Cougars back to the NCAA Regionals last year. And looking for a little bit more this year. This team, very deep, experienced veteran squad, especially on the offensive side. Pitch to Kringlin is over for a strike. Sid Aguilar is the home plate umpire. We've seen Sid on the road uh, quite often. Scott Latendre at first base and Timothy Vesey over at third. That pitch a little bit low to Kringlin, a ball and a strike. Yes, so far... Falling behind guys, but then come right back at him and attacking. Two men out here, top of the first. Kringlin bunts the ball down the third baseline. Third baseman up with it, throws the first, in time for the out. Great play. Great play by Ethan Lopez, the third baseman. Got Kringlin by about a half a step. And the Cougars are retired here in the first inning. You're listening to Cougar Baseball on your BYU Radio Sports Network. BYU Radio Sports Network. Ryan Brady, the freshman out of Park City High School, getting the start here. Very impressive fall and spring as he came onto campus. And uh, uh, really the type of kid that's got uh, great stuff, but also a very mature kid on the mound. Absolutely. He's a guy that we expect to have a great year and expect real big things from him. So the Rainbow Warriors will send up uh, Dylan Vashulek. He is the uh, senior center fielder. First pitch is over for a call strike one from Ryan Brady. He'll be followed by Kike Rios and then Dustin Demeter. Here's the yo one strike two call. Favero at first, Brennan Anderson at second, Daniel Schneeman the shortstop, and Casey Jacobson at third base. Kringlin in in, um, left field. Here's the 0-2 just a little off the plate. McIntyre in center field for the Cougars. Again, another true freshman out of Stansbury High out in Tooele. And then Brock Hale in right. Pitch just off the plate. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, McIntyre has kind of just come on late and really done a good job of, of hitting early in the season. Pitch is a little looper right to Favero. He loves it. Little humpback liner that uh, Nate makes an easy play on. One man out. And that will bring up Kike Rios. Rios hitting 167 on the year. Young man right here out of Oahu. 5'11", 200-pound junior. I met Rios' grandma on the elevator coming up tonight. and She was excited about today's game and wished us luck. <laughs> David Clausen behind the plate. The sophomore out of Dana Point, uh, California. And here is Brady's first pitch to Rios, and that is a check swing strike. 
Boy, Ryan Brady gets the ball, gets set, and throws. Works very quickly on the hill. Here's the 0-1. Pitch a little bit low, one ball and one strike. A couple of scores. Uh, I'd like to thank Ralph Zobel for sending us on some West Coast Conference scores. Boy, good day in the conference. Uh, Pepperdine beat Michigan 5-1. St. Mary's beat Arizona State 6-1. Pitches up a little bit. San Diego beat Michigan 5-1, and Pepperdine came back and beat Michigan State 5-1. So, boy, that uh, appears to be the magical score as the West Coast Conference having a banner day. Yeah, absolutely great for the league. Here early in the season. Fly ball, right field, foul territory. Favero goes over, and he's not going to get there. Lands just out of his reach. Yeah, he got a little uh, worried about that fence. He kind of slowed down before he started to slide. If he'd have ran hard all the way to the wall, he might have had a shot to catch that. You know, he was about 20 feet away from the fence when he started slowing down. He's just not used to how much foul yeah, ball territory yeah, exactly. here. You time. know, you think of Stanford with that huge uh, out foul ball territory, but this has got a lot more Absolutely. because uh, the lines kind of inch in at Stanford here. There's, there's huge foul ball territory all the way down the lines. Ball's fouled off. And the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Coaching staff loves Ryan Brady's demeanor. He's got that. He doesn't act like a freshman. He acts like he's been here before. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled off. Cougars, of course, the 2017 West Coast Conference champions. Had 38 wins last year. Had 37 wins the year before that. And they have done a fantastic job of uh, building this program and put some great uh, years together. And looking forward to another one. They have been picked by the coaches in the conference as the preseason favorite to win the West Coast Conference, the regular season. There's a ground ball out to uh, Brennan Anderson. Brennan loves it on a couple of hops. Throws to Favero for the out. Two men out quickly here for the Rainbow Warriors and Dustin Demeter, sophomore out of... Galita, California, will come up. He is a left-handed hitter. Beautiful ballpark here. Seats about 4,200. I remember when we used to come over here in the WAC days, I'll tell you, they would fill this thing up night after night. Oh, I can imagine just seeing this beautiful stadium filled up would be awesome. Here's the first pitch, a little bit low for ball one to Demeter. He'll be followed by Adam Fogel. Quite a home field advantage here for Hawaii. Pitches a little bit outside of it. They've put close to 4 million in attendance here since this uh, stadium was constructed back in 1984. They've, they've won 847 games here and lost only 522. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Two balls and a strike now to uh, Demeter. And, of course, you get to the islands. A lot of guys, you know, maybe they lose a little bit that's of focus true. being true. on the islands. A little too much sun. Another ground ball right to Anderson. Brennan's got it. Throws him out. And the Rainbow Warriors are retired in order here in the first. No score. We're through one on your BYU Radio Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. We go to the second inning. We're on uh, the campus of the Hawaii Rainbows. In Manoa here, just a little outside of Honolulu, as Brock Hale will lead it off for the Cougars. No score. 
No hits through the first inning. First pitch to Hale is outside ball one. Hale, one of the leading hitters in the country last year, was hobbled by that injury, but boy, came back and just continued to swing the bat well. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Brock Hale rips one deep left field. Left fielder going back on the track. Makes the catch. I'm telling you, that ball is out of any ballpark in the country. Yeah, that's hit so hard. Goes nowhere. hammered about halfway down the, um, out on the uh, outfield grass. Made the catch for out number one. I remember stories of uh, Coach, uh, especially Coach Pullins coming here and just being so frustrated with his big bombers coming up and yeah. getting it to the warning track, and that was it, losing a 3-2 to two game. But I'll tell you, that's what you have to play in this ballpark. For sure. Pitch is fouled off. Strike one to Nate Favero. Nate hitting 318 on the year with no home runs and five RBIs. Coach Pullins' old famous saying here was, that ball's gone in Provo. <laughs> no doubt. Here's the 0-1 to Nate. Swing and a miss. Looked like he swung and a pitch out of the zone. My Looked like it was up a little bit. Yeah, it did. 0-2. Favero has played pretty much at third base this year. He's moved over to first tonight. And here's the lefty's pitch. Favero fouls another one off. This stadium is... Um, Got three levels. And as we've mentioned, really, back in 84, this was one of the stadiums in the country that was first class. Here's the 0-2 again to Favero. Hit it hard right at the second baseman, Demeter. He's got it and will throw him out. Two men out for the Cougars. Still looking for their first base hit. Defensively for the Rainbow Warriors, Eric Ramirez is at first, Demeter at second. Maki Yamazaki is the shortstop. He's out of uh, Tokyo. Ethan Lopez at third base, Johnny Weeks in left. Dylan Vesholak is in uh, center field, and Adam Fogel is in right. On the hill is Dominic DeMiro, and Kike Rios is behind the plate. Cougars, as we've mentioned, three wins, two losses. Fly ball, right field, going back a couple of steps as Kyle Dean jumps on the first pitch and flies out. So quickly, the Cougars retired here in the second. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through an inning and a half. No score on your BYU Radio Sports Network. Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slade. Uh, Tuck, 27th year for me. First game of the 2018 season. so um, 27, that's awesome. Excited to get this one going. Good team on the field for the Cougars. As Adam Fogel will lead it off, he's the right fielder. Sophomore out of Palos Verdes, California. One of the top hitters in the nation so far, hitting 462 as he takes the first pitch over for a call strike. Yeah, he had a fantastic weekend against Air Force last week. Here's the 0-1 to Fogel over for a strike called. And the count now 0-2. He'll be followed by Eric Ramirez and then Ethan Lopez. Pitches outside. We talked a little about the weather last night. You know, it was supposed to be just torrential downpours and 
all sorts of warnings of floods in the islands, but it's kind of stayed up on the big island it side. Has, and yeah. Boy, today was a beautiful day here in Oahu. We were wondering if we were going to play baseball. They were rained out of their uh, second game last Sunday against the Air Force Academy. And um, and we were kind of, you know, the forecast for this. When I when I landed on Wednesday night, came in, turned on the weather, the guy says, we're going to have nine inches of rain between now and Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. That ball hammered to deep left. This ball is up, and it is out of here. Home run by Fogel. Hey, you got to earn it when you hit one out of this ballpark. He got every bit of that baseball. Yes, he did. Wow. Vogel's second home run of the year. So he had one last weekend against Air Force. And he has put the Rainbow Warriors up here one to nothing in the second inning. Yeah, Brady got ahead of him there, but just left the pitch right over the middle, and he got all of it. That'll bring up Ramirez. Ramirez 0 for 2 last night. He is a six foot, 230-pound senior out of El Rio, California. And the first pitch from Ryan Brady's over for a strike. You know, Brady, you talked about him a little bit last week, made a couple of mistake pitches, and, boy, left, left that pitch up a little bit, and, and Fogel really made him pay. Yes, he did. Ball in a strike now to Eric Ramirez. He's hitting 333 as he steps in, left-handed hitter. Ball fouled off up on the roof here. Last night they had a basketball game as Hawaii played, I believe it was Long Beach State. Basketball arena is located right behind uh, Les Murakami Stadium here. One and two, the count. Boy, you talk about, you know, I was here 12 years ago, and, boy, they have built so much stuff around. This used to kind of sit on its own, but they've got uh, parking structures and football practice fields and and, uh, sand volleyball courts, everything uh, going on on the campus now. The pitch is outside, two balls, two strikes. Cougars led last night by a score of uh, two to nothing before Hawaii came back with three runs. There's a base hit right up the middle by Ramirez. And back-to-back hits here by the Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, another breaking ball that was left up that he was able to get a nice little piece on it and hit it back up the middle. Ethan Lopez will step in. He is the third baseman. Runner first base, nobody out here in the second inning. Lopez, a junior out of Whittier, California. First pitch, a little bit outside for ball one. The 0-1, that ball's fouled at the plate. And the count goes to a ball and a strike. Cougars will play tomorrow. That game will start at uh, noon here, which is 3 p.m. back in uh, Utah. 
And well, that game will be carried on uh, 9.60 a.m. BYU Radio Network's got the BYU Cougar-Gonzaga basketball game going, so that'll be preempted for that. And then also uh, the Cougars will play a double header here tomorrow. Pitch is uh, inside for ball two. And so we will not have any uh, airing of the second game tomorrow, again due to women's and men's basketball. And then next week, the Cougars go down to Auburn, Alabama for a three-game series. Pitch a check swing, foul down the first baseline. We'll have uh, that first game for you, 6 o'clock Mountain Time, next Friday night from Auburn. And that'll be on BYU Radio and ESPN 960. The Saturday game at 1 p.m. will be on 960 for sure. And depending on the Cougar basketball team, uh, we'll know that as they get into the conference tournament. There's a ground ball hit out towards Steam, and he's got it, throws the second for one, the return to first, not in time. So the Cougars get the lead runner at second base as good. Ramirez is retired. Good play by Sneeman to be able to backhand and get that lead guy. He's got a strong arm. Such a talented player. Lopez on at first base on the fielder's choice, and that will bring up Logan Polson, sophomore out of Huntington Beach. California, scoring number 44. Big kid, first at bat of the year, 6-1-240. Big boy, my goodness. And he is DHing tonight. He's every bit of 240. Quick throw to first base as uh, runners back in safely. Of course, Mike Littlewood, assisted by Trent Pratt, Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas. Tuckett Slade here to my left, who is the director of uh, basketball operations for the Cougars. Pitches over for a strike. This is the guy that makes it uh, makes it all happen as far as the road trips and the food and Absolutely. some of the scheduling. and These uh, long trips that go from L.A. to Hawaii make it a little tough on my job. And I heard you got delayed already. Yeah, we've tomorrow. already got delayed tomorrow, our flight. Four hours. Yeah. Pitch is a little bit low. It makes me worried for the next night on the flight I'm on. If, uh, yeah, no if they're telling you a day and a half in advance, I'm not sure what's going on. Exactly. Ball and a strike. Cougars are scheduled out tomorrow night. They were scheduled out at a 10 p.m. flight after the doubleheader, and it's been moved back four hours already. Pitch is up high, and my experience with the airlines, if they start uh, delaying it, uh, there's bound to be more. Exactly good chance we might be on your flight the next morning. Cougars need to uh, get home, get to class before they yes, head to Auburn. Do. Here's the pitch. Ball ripped into right center field. That ball is going to be in for extra bases. Polson around first base. Runner will score. And Polson with a double and the Rainbow Warriors up two to nothing. Yeah, runner up first. Took off. Nice hit and run right there, and Polson did a good job hitting the ball in the gap, giving that runner a chance to score. Well, Polson is first at bat, and he doubles in a run. And Jeremy Thomas out to talk with his uh, young freshman, Ryan Brady, and that pitch looked like it was up in the zone definitely. Polson yeah, just kind of tomahawked that ball out into right center. And the Rainbow Warriors with uh, three hits in the inning have scored two runs. Still only one man out and a runner in scoring position. Johnny Weeks, the left fielder, will be the hitter. 
Cougars, after the Auburn series, come home for pretty much the, the rest of the month of March. Uh, March 8th through the 10th, they'll play Nebraska-Omaha in Provo. Utah Valley on the 13th. And then you talk about a couple of big series in early in the conference. Loyola Marymount, Utah, and then Gonzaga all at home. That's LMU a- and Gonzaga were right there, tri-champions regular yep. season last year for the Cougars. And they've got them at home early in March. So, uh, boy, a real chance for the Cougars to, to do some damage there at home. First yeah, pitch down low, ball one. Be a big test early in league play, that's for sure. When I looked at that schedule, I thought, holy cow. I, and I think it's really an advantage for the Cougars to play early in the year against those teams at home. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's outside for ball two. Johnny Weeks, a 167 hitter. He is a senior out of Long Beach, California, right-hander. And Brady steps off, looks at second base, did not make make a throw. After watching Paulson around first base, I don't think he's going to be going anywhere too quick. Here is the 2-0. That pitch is right at Favero. He's got it. He'll throw back to second base for the out. Paulson trying to get a little bit of a jump on that ball and just got caught as he's doubled off. Ball hit hard there. And that's going to do it for the Rainbow Warriors. They score two runs. They get those two runs on three base hits. No errors. Nobody left on base. We are through two complete. Hawaii 2, BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Radio Sports Network. Now pause for a 10-second station ID. David Lawson leads it off for the Cougars. David, the catcher for BYU, takes the first pitch over for a strike. Now the 0-1 pitch a little bit low. One ball, one strike to Lawson. He's hitting 333 this year. No home runs, four RBIs. This kid was drafted by the Yankees out of high school. That ball hammered. Shortstop goes up, can't get it. Over his head, and Clausen picks up the Cougars' first base hit of the evening with a single to left field. I thought for just a moment the shortstop was going to get have a chance to, yeah, to he, glove that when it just got over his snuck over his glove. The two steps he took kind of looked like he gauged it, but luckily got over his head. Something going here. Casey Jacobson now, third baseman, gets the start tonight. Casey just has one at bat this year. And Coach, there's a ball gets away from the catcher on a pitch that's down low. And Clawson will move up to second base. Casey, a uh, junior out of Flower Mound, Texas. Just has never, you know, just guys in front of him, he's never really gotten a great opportunity. 6'1", 200-pound junior. Yeah, he played quite a few. He played about half the games yeah, between him bit. and Favero at third last year and had some big-time hits for us. Jacobson, right-handed hitter. Up there with an RBI opportunity now with uh, Clawson at second base. And here's the pitch, and Jacobson swings and misses for strike one. It looks like that one was out of the zone as yeah. well that he chased. You know, Coach Littlewood said on the pregame show that uh, – Cougars are having a hard time picking up spin. I, I consider the, the lights in this ballpark to be excellent. Absolutely. 
And he was a little dumbfounded by that statement, especially by the slider guy that came in and closed. So we'll have to kind of keep an eye on that here tonight as Jacobson fouls that pitch back into the screen. Yeah, every single hitter that faced him in the ninth inning came in in the dugout and said, I can't see the slider. I can't see that spin at all. So, Kid that came in was the freshman of the year last year in the Big West Conference. So that's an awfully good baseball conference. And I think he had nine saves. He did, yeah. And he came in and committed an error. First baseman committed an error in the ninth, but the Cougars just unable to execute a sacrifice and couldn't get it done, couldn't push across at least the tying run. Yeah, had our chances, that's for sure. Brian Sue had a chance to bunt two guys over with nobody out. And if I had to pick a guy on the team to bunt, it would be Sue. Absolutely. That was kind of a shocker, that's for sure. Jacobson steps back in, one ball, two strikes. Mitch McIntyre, the freshman center fielder on deck, the number nine hitter. And here's the pitch. Jacobson fouls another one off. Good job there. Change up running away that he stayed on and was able to fight enough of that to get in their pitch. You can see how shallow the outfield plays here in Hawaii. You know, I was noticing last night that the Rainbow Warriors play much shallower than the Cougars, and they're just used to this field. They, they, know, they it, yeah. know the field. They know, uh, you know, the tropical breeze that's blowing in from left. Uh, very, very tough to hit it over that outfielder's head, and, and you can see how shallow they are here tonight. Here's the one-two. Jacobson fouls another one off down the first base side and into the crowd. So a ball and two strikes. Cougars with a runner at second base. Hawaii leading BYU two to nothing as we play the top of the third inning. Of course, the Cougars have several young men who are playing professional baseball. We'll try to keep you updated on their status as we go through the year. Of course, uh, spring training just has begun. And a couple of guys, I think, have a real shot to make the major league team. There's a fly ball. Center fielder comes in. Now had to go back a step, made the catch. Jacobson hit it hard. Yeah, he did. But the rainbow center fielder able to track it down for out number one. And that will bring up McIntyre. Some of the young men who are in the pro ranks, Adam Law, Jacob Brugman, Jacob Hanneman, Brennan Lund, Michael Rucker, Colton Mahoney, Adam Miller, Taylor Cole, Colton Shaver, Maverick Buffalo, all those guys except for Cole have played here, I believe, for uh, Coach Littlewood. Yeah, they have. So a nice little pipeline going into the professional ranks. Of course, Brugman and Hanneman have Rugman played a lot last year with the Oakland A's. Hanneman uh, was traded to the Mariners, then back to the Cubs again during the offseason. So that tells you what the Cubs think of him. For sure. Be interesting to see Brugman's role with the Orioles now that he was traded there in the offseason. Brugman goes from the A's to the Orioles, and Brennan Lund uh, with the Angels has really had kind of a meteoric rise in in the, the minor leagues. Pitch is fouled off for strike one. Yeah, they love him. They want to see him in big league camp probably towards the end of uh, spring. McIntyre hitting uh, 438, a home run, five RBIs. Had a big home run in that game uh, down at Cal State Northridge last weekend to get the Cougars kind of back in that one late in in that uh, final game. 
McIntyre takes that one down low, one ball and one strike. Yeah, that home run he hit, he was down 0-2 and fought back, got it to 2-2 and got a hanging breaking ball and did some damage. Got the team rolling. We scored three more runs after that to take the lead. The freshman who's really, really all since we came back from the break has just been playing unbelievable. Here's the 1-1. One, one, no, quick move to second base. No throw made. You know, and, and you know, like I've, I've talked to you about it, Coach Littlewood, he, coming out of fall baseball, he really he was on the depth chart, but he was yeah. kind of buried a little bit. Absolutely. And, boy, he came back uh, renewed after the break, and and uh, young man in Stansbury High School out in Tooele. This kid can really run. Pitches up high. When you start comparing him to Hanneman, I'll tell you, that, tell, that yeah. tells you that he can run. For sure, absolutely. A lot of upside of this kid, and he just plays the game the right way, the way Coach loves it. So fun to see how his career can progress here. Need to get a big hit from him right here. Two balls and a strike to McIntyre, top of the order. Anderson up next, pitches outside, ball three. They say, you know, he never takes a pitch off. He's always up there focused, ready to do whatever needs to be done in order to Cougars win a ball game. McIntyre, six foot, 180 pound freshman, and you can see he's got some pretty good pop also with that home run last week. And Coach Littlewood thought he could be maybe a number three hitter as early as next year. Yeah, possibly. Here's a 3 1. McIntyre takes outside ball four, so the Cougars have runners at first and second. And the top of the order, Brendan Anderson, will come up. Brennan hit the ball hard his first time up, flew out to deep center field. 325 down the lines here, 365 in the power alleys, and 385 to straightaway center field. Need some of our senior leaders to get going this weekend. Yesterday they were kind of quiet. Need those guys to get rolling, guys that were used to playing a lot of innings and having big at-bats. Brennan Anderson, one of the captains of this team, takes the first pitch over for a call, strike one. Brennan battled a foot injury during the offseason, had to take some time off, but uh, haven't really seen it have an impact since uh, play started here last week. Yeah, no, he's healthy and ready to go. Anderson steps back in. Here is the 0-1 from DeMiro. Anderson lines this one down the right field line. That is a fair ball into the corner. One run will score. McIntyre around third base. They're going to hold him there. And a nice bit of hitting right there by Brennan Anderson down the right field line. Two to one now. Cougars with runners at second and third base. And Schneeman coming to the plate. Nice answer by BYU as they battle back here in the third. Yeah, fastball in the inner half. that He stayed inside and just pushed it to right field and about, what, two, three feet fair. Right fielder made a great play off the wall, or else McIntyre with his speed, he could have scored easy to tie this game. He was able to find it off the wall and get it back in play. And that ball was slicing away, so yeah. I, you know, it looked like it might go foul, but like you said, landed a couple of feet uh, in fair territory. So Schneeman with an opportunity. Hawaii back in the middle of the infield, so any ground ball hit up the middle should score a run. Schneeman, there's a wild pitch, and McIntyre scores easy. Easily, I'll tell you, behind home plate, it's the deepest part of any park I've seen in college baseball. It's got to be a good uh, 40, 50 feet. Well, from when we're at here in the press box, when he finally reached the ball at the fence, you couldn't even see the catcher. 
because of our little overhang. And it's like, where is he? he McIntyre had already crossed yeah, the plate. Yeah, exactly. He was halfway to the dugout. and Unbelievable. So a wild pitch. That will bring uh, the head coach out as the Cougars have tied it up. It's good to see the boys come back and answer. That's one thing we did a great job last weekend at CSUN was every time, except two or three times the whole series, every time CSUN scored, we'd score more the next half and come right back at them and put the pressure right back on them. So good to see them answer, and Steen's got a chance to give us a lead. Mike Terpasso is the head coach in his 17th year here for Hawaii. He came from Oklahoma State. And Les Murakami, of course, was a coach that uh, coached here for over 30 years. The wow. stadium is built and named after Les Murakami. And I'll tell you, he had some fantastic teams and players come out of this program. Yeah, they had some real good, powerful teams back then. Back in the 80s and 90s. And you came to the islands, and it was a tough win. For sure. So Trapasso back to the dugout. Cougars have tied it up. And Schneeman will step in now with a runner at third base. And again, the outfield or the infield at short and second are back. They're about even with the bags at first and third. And Schneeman takes a pitch over for a call strike. Schneeman comes in hitting at 273. Struck out his first time up. Second, Kringlin is on deck. Second base is playing so far back. With the left-handed pitcher, I wouldn't be surprised if Sneeman tried to push one here to steal a hit and a run. Here's the 1-1. There it was. Back to the pitcher. He's got it. No play at home. Throw to first in time, so Sneeman picks himself up in the RBI. Cougars now lead 3-2. Daniel just didn't get the, the ball past the pitcher. In that situation, yeah. you've got to get it past the pitcher. Not a great bunt, but it got the job done. Drove in the run, and the Cougars score their third run. Yeah, it kind of turned more into like a safety squeeze over a push bunt there, but got the run in, and that's all that mattered. Kringlin steps in. Keaton grounded out his first time up. Muriel's pitch. That ball's hammered into right center field, and that ball is going to be in the gap. That's going to get to the wall. Kringlin around first base, and Keaton will end up with a stand-up double. I love the guys' approach so far this inning. They are hitting some hard line drives, and they're attacking fastballs. Last night, they're a little hesitant at times, but today so far in this third inning, attacking, attacking. It's been awesome. So Kringlin doubles. That will bring Hale to the plate. Cougars three runs on three hits here in the inning. And they have taken a 3-2 lead. And Brock Hale right now trying to extend that lead. Brock Hale hit about as far as you could hit it in the ballpark and not hit it out his last time up. He's caught at the wall in left center field. Brock a home run this year, two RBIs. And uh, Brock uh, really an RBI machine. You're going to see that as the season goes on. First pitch down low, ball one. Much like the BYU field, all turf here except for the mound. That's dirt. Yep. Where the Cougars, it, it's all turf everywhere. Yeah, as Hale steps in. Being down on the field the last couple of days, the turf is an older turf. They've got the newer type turf that's right at home plate, but the rest of the field is an older turf that, that is a lot quicker. So the ball really skips. 
Here's the 1-0 to Hale. That's over for a strike. Brock Waring, number 44, senior out of Mesa, Arizona. As we mentioned, ended up last year hitting just a little bit under 400 for the year. On a year that the Cougars uh, will remember for a while, first time in over 15 years that they've been in the NCAA regionals. and Went to Stanford, won a game, got uh, beaten out by Stanford and eliminated, but uh, great experience for the Cougars. Now they've been there. I think they more Absolutely. know more what to expect a little bit. And now it's you want to get back there and go further. Hale steps back in, two balls and a strike. Merrill look at uh, Kringlin and pitch to Hale. That ball's a two-hopper right at the shortstop. He's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. Cougars three runs, three hits, no errors, one man left. We are through two and a half. Score is 3-2 on your new skin, BYU Radio Sports Network. Back here in Hawaii, Cougars lead 3-2 as we go to the bottom of the third. Maki Yamazaki, the shortstop for the Rainbow Warriors, steps in, first pitch outside, ball one. Another fastball again outside. And the count goes to 2-0 to the number nine hitter. Yeah, the big game. He had a couple hits last night. That pitch is a little low for... Ball three. Here's the 3-0. Pitch is over for a strike. Pitch is inside for ball four, so the... Number nine hitter is walked by Brady. That brings up the top of the order. And Dylan Vushalak, he is the center fielder. He lined out first time up to Nate Favero at first base. He'll be followed by Kike Rios, the catcher. Uh, the Cougars with three runs on three hits in the third. Hawaii with two runs on three hits in the second. And there's Schultz Bunt takes the pitch up high for ball one. Brady seems like he's a little bothered right now. Yeah, and Coach sure. Littlewood out to quickly to have a little chat with his right-hander. There's a lefty down throwing for the Cougar. It looks like Burrup down there throwing. Bo Burrup. And he gave up that big bomb of a home run, and ever since then, it just doesn't seem to be locating nearly as well. Coach Littlewood jogs back to the dugout down the first base side. That's a pretty good jog from the pitcher's mouth. It is, yeah. Get your daily workout in if you go out there four or five times. See, the major leagues are talking about limiting the number of visits to the mound this year. There's a ball runner going pitch. It looked like it was up and out of the zone, swung on on the hit and run, fouled straight back. 
but uh, that's that's including a coach's visit and a catcher's visit, which yeah. I think is is think a awesome. great thing. I think it's awesome. That'd be that'd be speed the game up. We're also talking about possibly bringing the bullpen carts back, where they have a golf cart that drives them from the bullpen to the mound to help speed that process up. Here's the one one. There's a bunt down to Brady. He's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. So the fat sacrifice bunt executed perfectly. Runner into scoring position, and that Kike Rios, the catcher, steps in. Well, what kind of got you? It seemed like in every big situation, some of those playoff games, man, the catcher was going out every Every, other pitch or every other batter. Yeah, just another way to get a bullpen pitcher ready, part of the gamesmanship, but it just takes too long. Rios steps in. He grounded out to Anderson his first time up. He is a 167 hitter with a... Just one RBI on the year. Pitch is over for a strike. You look at that uh, series last week, Hawaii played against Air Force. Air Force only scored two runs in three games. Yeah, it's a little miscued because the fourth game, Air Force was actually up 4-1, to 4-0. Right. to nothing, Right. And then it got canceled, so those stats got With the taken rain. away. Yeah. yeah, but still, you're right. This Hawaii team, 1.06 earned run average as a staff coming into this uh, game tonight. So outstanding ERA. Compared to that to the Cougars, just a little up bit under six. Well, the thing that really caught my eye with that whole Air Force series is last year Air Force team was fourth in the nation in runs per game right. at like 9.2. So obviously that team could score. Now they lost a few guys, but usually that team can score. So you're used to you see that ERA. It's like, wow, maybe, maybe these guys can really pitch. Here's the 0-2 just a little bit outside. Probably a little bit of both. You know, Air yeah. Force probably hasn't been able to practice outside much this year. For Come sure. to the islands and uh, who knows. But uh, they only scored one run in those three games. They lost 4-0, 4-1, Yeah. And they pitched it pretty well, too, which For is sure. normally something that they don't do. True. One, two pitch. That ball's hit. Jacobson up with a dives. Makes a throw to wow. first. Oh, oh, he calls him safe. Wow. Oh, I thought he had him. Wow. Tremendous play by Casey Jacobson. Great play. Wow. First base umpire Scott uh, Latendre made the safe call, and, well, I thought he had him. You can how, see the guys in the dugout. not reward that? Unbelievable diving play. Gets up, makes a strong throw. He looks out. He looks out. Jacobs had to go hard to his left, dove flat on his face, had to pop up, make the good, quick, strong throw. Well, at least Favero and didn't get the call. At least the runner from second couldn't advance to third, so it's still first and second, and they're in double play situation here now. Dustin Demeter steps in. He grounded out to Anderson at second base. His first time up, and the first pitch over for a strike. Guy on deck, Adam Fogel, hit the long home run. So Brady trying to dig his way out here. In the bottom of the third, protecting a one-run lead here for BYU. Here's the pitch just off the plate. And the count evens up at a ball and a strike. Excited to get back to Provo for that home opener. Against Nebraska, Omaha, the new field, the yep. new uh, turf field. Very exciting, and, uh, boy, it looks fantastic, and it's going to be a real uh, 
Great thing for BYU baseball for years to come. Pitches over for a strike, one and two. Good spot right there. And you've been able to practice on that thing pretty yeah. much all winter this year. Yeah, we only had one day that we've had to be inside the whole entire uh, January, which was nice. One ball, two strikes. And Ryan Brady's pitch. That ball is lined Ooh. just foul down wow. the third baseline. A little late on the swing by Demeter, and the uh, ball was about four feet foul. So the count will remain at uh, one and two. The Rainbow Warriors have had hit the Cougars four to three so far here early in the ball game. You need a double play ball right here. One, two. Pitch hits him. Oh, almost Ooh. hit him. How'd that miss him? How'd that miss him? I think it went between his legs, actually. Wow. He, tra- he jumped up to try to get out of the way of it. Wow. I don't know how it missed him. It had to have gone. I, I don't know how yeah. Clawson caught the ball. Yeah, I was thinking it was to hit him, too. So far inside. Two and two. Brady's pitch fouled off again. This one up into the crowd off the uh, third base side above the uh, Hawaii dugout. The netting here goes about halfway down both baselines, but if you're uh, over the Hawaii or BYU dugout, you better be heads yeah, up because there the is a, that is a prime territory for foul balls. For sure. Great ballpark because you're really sitting right on top of the action, just like a lot like Larry Miller Field in Provo. Pitch oh, just wow. off the plate. Wow, Three and two. Good pitch. Came back with an off-speed pitch and just didn't get the call. So runners at first and second. We'll see if they start him here with the left-hander up. Yeah, both guys on base can run a little, so wouldn't be surprised. The meter steps back in. There goes the runner's ball. is hit out toward Favero. He's got it on one hop. He'll step on the bag at first. So the runners move up. The meter grounds out. Three unassisted for out number two, and that will bring up Adam Fogel, who had the solo home run his first time up. Cougars, the outfield, you know, we talked about that last inning. Boy, they are playing very shallow. And this, the one guy you might not want to play as shallow on is this kid. They're, yeah. they're moving back a few steps here. Fogel, two home runs this year, and that's saying something in this ballpark. Now Littlewood out, and I think that might be it. I think that's his second visit. Yep, it is. I think Burrup's going to be brought into the uh, ballgame. Looks game. like uh, they're going to bring in Kendall Motes. Is it Motes? Yeah, yeah the right-hander Motes got up and was throwing. So uh, we're going to take a 90-second break, be back with more Cougar baseball action on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. Kendall Motes is brought into the ballgame. Motes, right-hander. He's got dynamic stuff. Motes at times last year was very, very good for the BYU Cougars. Uh, Where he number 41, 6'2", 210-pound senior out of Idaho Falls. So Kendall Motes into the game. Uh, has had one appearance this year and did not record an out. Did give up a base hit. So Motes in with runners at second and third base. 
Yeah, we don't make it to a regional last year if it wasn't for Kendall. He pitched the final game against Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference Championship game, that doubleheader, and was through six fantastic innings for us. Um, he's come in with a lot of promise in his career. He was a 92 to 94 mile an hour pitcher with fantastic curveball and, and changeup. He's had some shoulder problems the last three years and hasn't got, quite got that velocity. He sits more of like 86, 88 now, but has an electrifying changeup. So, so Moltz into the ball game here in the third inning. Brady went two and two-thirds. And Brady leaves with a 3-2 lead, but those two runners are his responsibility. As Fogel, the sophomore, steps in. Off to an unbelievable start, Fogel... Hitting 462 coming into the ballgame. He's now hitting an even 500. And that ball is a wild one. Gets away. And the run scores. No real chance right there for Clawson, the catcher. That ball bounced about two feet in front of home plate. He tried to get that shoulder up in front of it, but it just popped up right over his shoulder all the way back to that deep screen. Yeah, he just spiked it. There was no shot for Clawson to even go block that. 3-3 now the score. On the wild pitch. And Fogel will step back in. Now runner at third base. And there's a curveball that's a little bit low for ball two. Here the Hawaii faithful here. Excited that the Rainbow Warriors have tied this one up. And that pitch is down low ball three. They're not going to give him anything to hit here. Three zero. That's inside for ball four. So Hawaii with runners at the corners, first and third, and Ramirez, who singled his first time, will come up. Ramirez hit one a ball last night really hard that Brock Hill had to go back and catch at the base of the wall line drive. He is the first baseman. He's hitting 333. So Ramirez will step in. He is out of El Rio, California. Cougars Brennan Anderson, second baseman, playing deep into the outfield turf. I was going to say grass, but I got myself. Yeah, for sure. As Ramirez trying to give Hawaii the lead here in the first pitch from Motes is outside for a ball. Yeah, umpire is tightening up just a little bit. All those pitches are real close. The ball hit right at Favero on one hop. He's got it. it. And he'll step on the bag for the out. So Motes gets the out. Ramirez grounds out unassisted. One run in the inning. They got that one run on one hit. No errors. Two runners left. We're through three complete. We're all tied up 3-3. BYU and Hawaii on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Vero, Dean, and Clawson do up for the Cougars. As we go to the fourth, we're all tied up 3-3, Hawaii and BYU. Hawaii beat the Cougars last night by a score of 
As this is the second game of a four-game series. We'll have game uh, three for you here tomorrow on AM 960. That game starts at uh, 3 o'clock uh, Mountain Standard Time, noon here in the islands. And Favero fouls the first pitch off for strike one. Nate grounded out to the second baseman, Demeter, his first time up. Favero, 6'5", 200-pound senior out of Vienna, Virginia. Fouls another one off. And the count uh, goes to 0-2. The, the knock on Favero early in his career was he struggled against left-handed pitching, but so far this year and late last year, he's done a good job of hitting left-handers. Pitch to Nate. That ball's rocketed into center field. Base hit. Boy, just stayed back. Put a good swing on it. And singles into center. He had fantastic job staying inside on that pitch and hard line drive. Favero really came on strong at the end of last year. I, mean, I think of some of those conference games. Oh, yeah. I think of those Santa Clara games when he was hitting bomb after bomb. For sure. And also playing a very solid third base for BYU as Kyle Dean steps in. Kyle swung at the first pitch he saw and flew out to right field his first time up. Pitch to Kyle Dean over for a call strike. Kyle off to a little bit of a slow start, hitting 125 on the year. Does have four RBIs. As Dean, the sophomore out of uh, San Diego, Steps back in. Here's the 0-1 to Kyle Dean. That ball grounded out toward the third baseman. He's up with it. Quick throw to first in time for the out. Runner does advance to second base on the ground out. One man out for the Cougars. Favero to second. And David Clausen, who singled his first time to the plate and scored, will step in. David Clausen, so far this year, has seven hits and 19 at-bats, four RBIs, has walked once and has struck out once. And the first pitch to the Cougar catcher over for a call strike. Lawson batting from the left side against the lefty DeMario. And Clawson hits a slow roller out toward the second baseman who loves it and throws him out. Two men out. Favero to third base on the ground out. And now it's up to Casey Jacobson to find a way to drive him in, give the Cougars a lead. Casey lined out to center field his first time up there tonight. Yeah, that's where Casey was clutch last year. He had some big-time two-out hits for the Cougs last year to drive in some big RBIs late in games. First pitch, off speed. Jacobson swings and misses for a strike. The Rainbow Warriors with Colin Ashworth up. He's a right-handed senior out of Placentia, California. He's in the pen. As DeMario's 0-1 pitch is up high for a ball. 
Well, the West Coast Conference continuing to shine as LMU beat Oregon today 4-2. Portland awesome. beat St. Joseph's 8-0. USF beat Sacramento State 2-0. And Pacific beat UVU 4-0. Ball hit out to the third baseman, Lopez. He's got it, throws the first in time for the out. Jacobson grounds out. Cougars are retired. No runs a hit, no errors. One man left. We're through three and a half on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, we're back here as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Brent Norton. As we... Cougars are all tied up with Hawaii, 3-3. Need most to put up a zero right here. Get us right back in the dugout. Kendall Motes, reliever on. As he retired the last batter in the third. And the first pitch to Ethan Lopez is fouled off for a strike. Lopez on the fielder's choice came around eventually to score a run for Hawaii. Lopez steps back in, pitches over for a strike. Lopez, big big night last night, went three for four in the game. Good third baseman. We've seen him make a couple of good plays out there already tonight. Yeah, he can really play. 0-2. little looper foul up into the stands down the first base side. The last two nights, the Hawaii hitters have basically just shown that they're not going to go down easily. You get them 0-2, 1-2, they're still going to put together swings and battle and battle and battle. Well, hit pretty well. Center fielder. Back goes McIntyre. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Again, ball hit very well by Lopez, but McIntyre got a good jump on that baseball and was able to run down easily for out number one. A good play. McIntyre really can play the outfield. Coach calls him a plus-plus defender. I just don't know anything in the air. I have no idea what is going to happen. Yeah. That was weird. That ball carried pretty well. Normally the trade winds here blow from from the left field foul pole across toward right. Okay. So if you get any kind of jump on a baseball, it would be to the right side, and that ball was hit kind of toward right center field. There's a ground ball right at Faber. He's got it on two hops, steps on the bag for the out. Two men out here in the fourth for Hawaii, and that will bring up uh, Johnny Weeks. Weeks uh, lined into a double play his first time up there. I hit the ball hard to Favero, which caught Polson off guard at second. Well, Polson hadn't played any game except today, so he's... Not ready for gameplay quite yet on the bases. First pitch down oh, wow. in the dirt. They're in the off, off the turf, way in front of home plate. Nice that's job a, there by Clawson. To, can't believe he loved that ball. Looked a, like he loved it up near his face mask. He did. Yeah, that's a fifty-footer. Here's the pitch, ground ball out toward Jacobson. He's got it. Fair ball. Throw to first for the out. Great Hawaii inning. out quickly here. In the fourth, we are through four now. 3-3, BYU and Hawaii on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Fred Norton, Tuckett Slate. We'll bring you the top of the fifth. Cougars and the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors on the Manoa campus here at the University of Hawaii. As Mitch McIntyre will step in. Number nine hitter for BYU. McIntyre walked his first time up there. He'll go against Dominic DiMario, who's gone the distance for Hawaii in the first pitch over for a call, strike one. Hawaii's got uh, Colin Ashworth still up in the bullpen. He's ready. Might have just wanted to have him face this uh, left hand. That ball's hit pretty well. Center field got a little bit of a late jump on that baseball, but was able to track it down and make the catch for out number one on a ball hit hard by McIntyre. That'll bring uh, Brennan Anderson up. Brennan uh, has flown to center and doubled in a run in the game. One for two today for the captain of this baseball team. Brennan batting from the right side, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Schneeman is on deck, and then he'll be followed by Kringlin. Here's Demario's pitch. And that oh, ball wow. off of the pitcher's glove. Boy, I thought it might hit off his head, but yeah. I think it actually just glanced off his glove. A line shot right back up the middle. And they're going to come out and ask the pitcher if he's okay. Umpire and the catcher both out. Now the third baseman comes in. I'll have a chance to see a replay of that, but I do think it glanced off of his glove. I know it hit something, and obviously it didn't look like it hit his head or arm or he'd be getting checked out. But Let's hope it was his glove, right? Yeah, that was a good piece right there by Brennan. A one-out single by Anderson. He's now two for three on the day, and Schneeman will step in. Daniel is 0 for 2 today, but does have an RBI. And they're going to stay with Demario here with the left-hander up there, Schneeman. Schneeman's due for one of those little slices down left field line that gets to the wall and yeah. scores a run from first. We're used to seeing. Yeah. Jan- Daniel, a tremendous sophomore year last year for BYU. That defensive player of the year in the West Coast Conference and a lot of expectations coming into this year. Sneeman uh, hitting 273 coming into the ball game and the first pitch to Mario, a little looper. Second baseman's going to get there and make the catch for out number two. So Daniel maybe just a little bit impatient there went after a pitch and might have been a little bit down, pops it up. And that will be the second out of the inning and that will bring Kringlin up. I noticed that on Kringlin's uh, stand-up double last inning, he kind of limped into second base, and coach talked to him a little bit afterwards. I wonder if he's got a little tweak or something going on in the leg. Talked to him uh, in the hotel today. Didn't say anything. Yeah. Got to love this kid. Always a big smile on his face. Loves to play the game of baseball. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. He's one of the most infectious personalities type kids I've ever been around. You can't get near him without him giving you a hug. That's That's true. That's just the way he is. So true. One ball, no strikes. Anderson, good speed at first base. We are in the top of the fifth, 3-3, Hawaii and BYU. Here from Les Murakami Stadium. That ball hit pretty well by Kringle. Left fielder going back, looking up. He is going to get there and make the catch. 
Boy, Kringlin put a shot into that one. But Johnny Weeks able to run it down just short of the warning track. Four out, number three. That'll do it for the Cougars. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left. We're through four and a half on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Now pause for a 10-second station ID. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. First pitch from Kendall Motes is over for a strike to Maki Yamazaki. He is the shortstop, as I mentioned, young man out of Tokyo, Japan, six foot, 185 pounder. Curveball drops in for call strike two. Cougars have out hit the Rainbow Warriors, 5-4. We're all knotted up at three apiece. Cougars got all three of their runs in the third inning. Hawaii with two in the second and one in the third. Off-speed pitch outside. And the count now, a ball on two strikes to the number nine hitter. Top of the order due up next. Pitch is inside for ball two, two and two. Two balls and two strikes. Motes on in relief of Ryan Brady, who went two and two-thirds innings. Motes uh, pitched a scoreless fourth. Curveball down low for ball three. Cougars have a uh, right-hander up just beginning to throw now in the pen. Can't tell for sure who that is. That bullpen's a long ways away. 3-2 3-2 pitch ball hit right at Anderson. He'll make the easy play and throw to first for the out. That arm action looks like Drew Zimmerman warming up in the pen. One man out. And the Hawaii center fielder will step in. Schillick is uh, 0 for 1 today with a sacrifice. And the first pitch is outside ball 1. Pitch is outside again, ball 2. Yeah, he's one of the few guys on the Warriors that are hitless in the series and t- didn't have a ton of hits either against Air Force. Here's Moat's 2-0 pitch. That's down low, ball three. Three balls, no strikes. One man out here in the bottom of the fifth. There's a fastball down low, ball four. So on four pitches, the Warriors have a runner at first base, and that will bring Kike Rios to the plate. That's where we got to get a double play ball, get a ground ball right here, Kendall. Rios is grounded out and single in the game, one for two. And the first pitch is outside. 
for ball one, so five consecutive pitches for balls from yeah, Kendall's struggling Mokes. finding his changeup right here. He's been spiking it. And I doubt they're going to go with him a whole. Yeah, there's a ton of guys out there getting loose now. Yeah. you got Bo Burrup still back up, Zimmerman going. Another guy getting loose. Yeah, Zimmerman. I believe that's Zimmerman throwing. It is, yeah. Just saw his jersey yeah, number on the freshman back. Freshman out of uh, Lehigh High School. It's been real good for us so far. Quick throw to first base and back in safely is Bishaluk. He is uh, does have a stolen base this year. He has been thrown out also once. Another throw to first and again he's back in safely. Cougars coming off a fantastic year last year, 2017 West Coast Conference champs. Won 38 ball games, went to the Stanford Regional before getting edged by Stanford in the and knocked out of that regional. Again a throw to first base. And again the runner back in safely. Love hearing the fans' comments when he throws over three straight times. Three straight th- throwable verse and can't, fans getting a little impatient. That pitch is up high for ball two. Kelly needs to slow down. He's working quick, rushing himself. <laughs> Here's the 2-0 pitch from Kendall Motes. That's a high ball three. So seven consecutive balls thrown by Motes. And they really haven't been very close. Nope. In the dirt or up high and away. Might be his last pitch here if it's ball four. Got a left-hander due up next. Pitches outside, ball four. So back-to-back walks given up by Motes. And that's going to bring Dustin Demeter to the plate, the lefty. And here comes Mike Littlewood out of the dugout, and they're going to make a change. Let's take a 90-second break. And we will be back with more BYU Cougar action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Zimmerman's going to take over on the hill for BYU. Zimmerman, the mentioned uh, wearing number 24 freshman out of uh, Lehigh, Utah. Zimmerman, six foot, 170 pounder. True freshman. As he gets the call here, it'll be the third pitcher for the Cougars. No wins, a loss for Zimmerman. He's had two appearances this year, thrown three and two-thirds, giving up four hits, three runs. Let's have five strikeouts in those three innings. Has walked one opponent's hitting 267 against the freshman. Yeah, really made one mistake in that one inning. It was a three-run home run. Those are the runs that he gave up, but also had a big save for us in game four last weekend. Good speed at the bases and at the plate. Runners at first and second. Game all tied up 3-3. And Demeter steps in, left-hander. And here is Zimmerman's first pitch, fastball, just off the plate. Well, I'll tell you, the umpire's Aguilar right now just appears to be uh, squeezing the zone a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Those are strikes in the first and second inning. 
the 1-0 from Zimmerman, and that is down low ball two. Well, you can see the kind of youth on this BYU staff this year. They start Ryan Brady, who's a true freshman, and then Zimmerman brought into the ball game. Shows you the kind of confidence the pitching sure. staff uh, and coaches have in these young guys. 2-0 pitch, one hopper right to Anderson. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first double Great play. Job. Ball hit hard by Demeter, but Anderson gobbled that one up and made the uh, throw to second. And Schneeman, the easy throw to first base for the 4-6-3 double play. That'll do it for Hawaii in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left. We're through five, complete 3-3. Hawaii and BYU on your BYU, or new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Rock Hill leads it off for the Cougars. First pitch over for a strike. Dominic Demirio still out there on the hill. Boy, I think he's been on the edge a couple times being pulled out of the ball game, but he for just sure. keeps uh, bouncing back even after taking that live drive the last inning. Off the glove, pitches down low to Hale, and the count uh, one and one. Brock is 0 for 2 today. Flew to left, deep fly ball to left, and uh, grounds out to the shortstop his last time up. Hale checks his swing on a pitch that's up high, and they do say he did go around. So Hale now down in the count one and two. Hale, Favero, and Dean do up for the Cougars. In the sixth inning, Cougars with five hits, Hawaii with four. That pitch is on the outside corner, call strike three. Aguilar all of a sudden, his, his uh, zone has opened up again a little bit. Does. Didn't look like a strike to me. One man out. He just wanted to get a little exercise in, yeah. bringing somebody up yeah, back there. Exactly. It's like make up your mind. Pavero steps in. Nate uh, Favero has grounded out and singled in the ball game. Singled up the middle his last time up. And Nate swings and misses at a good off-speed pitch there by Demario for strike one. Ball's lined up into the crowd here at Murakami Stadium in Hawaii. And our next game will be tomorrow, 3 o'clock on AM 960. Third game of this uh, four-game set. And then we'll be back on the air with the first game at Auburn next Friday from Auburn, Alabama. That should be a fun experience to go down in SEC country. Pitches up high for a ball. The Auburn team's a pretty special team on the mound. A lot of power arms. Possibly have the number one overall draft pick this year on the mound. Pitch to Favero. That ball's fouled out of play. Nate Favero, the senior out of Vienna, Virginia. Stepping back in. And Favero pops this one foul. Back up into the screen. The Cougars again with those optic yellow bats this year. 
Good old Rawlings. Players really love them. They're a good bat. Yeah, if the players love them, that's yeah, all you need, right? Exactly. That's the most important part. One and two. Here's the pitch to the lefty from BYU. That's down low, two and two. Here's a 2-2 pitch from DeMario. That ball's hit pretty well. Right fielder going back in fair territory. Makes the play right against the wall. Ball looked like it was going to hook foul, but it actually kind of sliced back, and the right fielder made the catch right at the base of the wall at the 325-foot mark. Yeah, I thought that might have a chance, especially the way the right fielder kind of overplayed that. It definitely fooled him, but he was athletic enough to get kind of reverse his course and make the play. Two men out, and Kyle Dean, who's 0 for 2, steps in. First pitch to Dean is over for a call strike. Wow. Man, that was generous, that's for sure. <laughs> Just the inconsistency of uh, Aguilar behind the plate. That ball not only looked off the plate, but it looked low. Dean takes that one low. About the same location. This time it's called a ball. Ball and a strike to Kyle Dean. Kyle went right off the end of the bat. Back up, uh, up over the top of the catcher. And the count now one and two. Three balls, or one ball and two strikes in a 3-3 tie. The ball by Dean hit well. Center fielder going over. He's not going to get there. Kyle Dean around first base. He's going for two. Here comes the throw. I love it. And Dean slides in safely. Good aggressive base running right there by the Cougar DH. Kyle Dean gets picks him up an extra base, gets him into scoring position, and Clawson will come to the plate. Great job by Kyle. Got a changeup elevated. Hit it in the gap. Center fielder made a great play to cut that off, but great job by hustling out of the box to get that double. So Dean standing at second base. Potential go-ahead run. Clawson steps in. David one for two. His single came back in the third. Get a big two-out knock right here, David. Come on, D.C. Is Dominic DeMario from the stretch. And the first pitch to Clawson is a curveball over the inside corner for a call strike. We are broadcasting tonight from Les Murakami Stadium on the campus of the University of Hawaii. Hawaii beat the Cougars last night 3-2. Cougars and uh, Hawaii right now nodded 3-3 as we play the top of the sixth inning. That pitch is inside for a ball. This year, new on the broadcast, uh, coming out of the BYU Broadcast Media Center there in Provo. 
picked up by AM or streamed to AM 960. So a few ways you can listen to us across the BYU apps as well as the ESPN 960 app. Appreciate all of our sponsors and everybody uh, being able to put this broadcast together. There's a ground ball weekly hit out to the second baseman. He throws Clawson out for out number three. And that's going to do it for the Cougars here in the sixth. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through five and a half, 3-3. Three, three. Hawaii and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, we're back here as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Hawaii and BYU, 3-3. And Zimmerman on the hill for the Cougars, the freshman out of Lehigh, and he will face uh, Adam Fogel. Fogel had a home run his first time up there, and he swings and fouls it off. Well, good job there by Zimmerman. Is it, The ball was hit hard, but right at yeah, Anderson at second base. They were able to turn two and get out of that jam in the bottom of the fifth. Now Fogel lifts a looper out into shallow center. Brendan Anderson at second base goes out and makes the play for the out. Big time out there. Fogel's their best, pure best hitter. That'll bring Ramirez to the plate. Ramirez is singled and grounded out. Ramirez out of El Rio, California, senior. Grounded out to unassisted to Favero at first base his last time up, and he fouls a pitch up and off the screen behind home plate for strike one. As we mentioned, uh, Mike Littlewood leading the Cougars, 160 wins in his career at BYU as a Head coach, 116 losses. Ball fouled off. Boy, Zimmerman eerily reminds me of Brady. The same kind of body style, build, the uh, same kind of yeah. delivery. Works very quickly on the man. See, the young man's got a lot of confidence. Yeah, he does. He's a fantastic kid as well. Here's the pitch. That's up high for a ball. Ethan Lopez is on deck for Hawaii. And here's the 1-2. Ball is a little bit inside for ball two. I think if D.C. maybe catches that, he might get a strike yeah. three called there. Who knows, though? I quite, can't quite figure out the umpire, so not sure. Popped out of a glove and rolled behind the umpire. Next broadcast will be tomorrow, 3 o'clock Utah time, as these two teams will play for the third time. Curveball up just a little bit, and the count now uh, 3 and 2. Zimmerman's 3 2 pitch ball hit pretty well. Kringlin going back and left. He is there and makes the catch. Great jump, great read by Kringlin. Had a beat on it the whole way. Went right to the spot. Kept his eye on it. Didn't have to turn around. Just kept his eye on the ball and, and made the good catch for out number two.
Two men out, and Lopez steps in. First pitch high and tight. Ball one. Lopez just kind of looked over his shoulder at uh, Zimmerman. I don't think it was quite as close as the fans thought it was. Yeah, they, they didn't like it at all, that's for sure. It did get back to the screen. Here's the 1-0. Strike called. Aguilar, when he calls his strikes, it, it looks like he's almost punching the back of the catcher's really does. helmet. He gives it a little short punch. Little looper in the center field. That's going to be in for a base hit. Two out single by Lopez. And that will bring Logan Paulson to the plate. Paulson, his first at bat of the year was a double that drove in a run. His last time up, he grounded out to Favero at first base. And Favero right now with two men out, playing about even with the bag. That's kind of interesting with that big left-handed hitter up there. I would think he'd be behind the runner. They've actually even got him yeah. a little bit in front of the bag. He is, yeah. Paulson, there's no chance he's going to try to bunt the ball. I just think it's more that they're just worried about that runner stealing. They don't want Lopez. To, yeah, they want to just keep him as close as they can. That way he doesn't score on a double. Yeah, Lopez... Hasn't attempted a steal yet this year. And here's the pitch. Boy, good off-speed pitch. Way out in front was Polson. And the count 0-2. Got to finish him right here. Don't waste any pitches. Keep the ball down. O two, 2 Up. A little bit high. Lucked out there because he tried to throw another changeup, but almost missed. Built high, but good thing it was too high. You know, the one thing I remember about this stadium, it was my introduction to sushi. Oh, really? They used to have sushi here all the time. I'd never heard of it. This is probably 20 years ago. And first time I ever had sushi. Pitches down. Down low, throw down, runner going, and the ball gets away from Sneeman. On tried to short hop that ball. A stolen base for Lopez. He gets himself in scoring position. I think that took a, everybody a little bit by surprise. It, it did, wasn't really yeah. a great uh, pitch for for uh, Clausen to be throwing on anyway. Yeah, he got there in time. He did skip it. If Sneeman would held on to it, it probably would have been out. Yep. It would have been real close. 2 2 count now. At least with him now at second, yeah, he's in scoring position, but Favero is now deeper at first. And Anderson's about 15 yards. Oh, another great change. Great and Polson swings and misses. That'll do it for Hawaii. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We are now through six complete. 3-3, Cougars and the Rainbow Warriors on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. go to the seventh inning. 3-3 the score, Hawaii and BYU. New pitcher, Colin Ashworth. Ashworth has had one appearance. He threw three innings. Gave up two hits. Has six strikeouts in those three innings. Opponents are hitting 182 off the right-hander. 
So Ashworth into the ballgame. He wears number 29, 6'3", 195-pound senior out of Placentia, California. As with a number of these rainbows, he is a JC transfer out of uh, Orange Coast College. So Ashworth into the game for Hawaii. 3-3 the score. He will face 8-9-1 for BYU. Jacobson, McIntyre, and Anderson. Now the catcher, Kike Rios, out uh, having a little chat with uh, Ashworth, making sure they're on the same page here. As I mentioned earlier in the game, forecast here in the islands was terrible when we got to town. They were talking about major flooding all over yeah. in the Honolulu area and had a little rain that rained right up until the game started yesterday, and then it kind of cleared off. Day, beautiful day. As Jacobson fouls this one down the right field line, that ball will find the bullpen area for BYU and out of play. Yeah, it rained all through BP for both teams yesterday, and then right as the game started, it stopped and it was beautiful. That's the way it's supposed to be with baseball, you know? Exactly. So Jacobson, who's 0 for 2 today, steps back in. He swings and foul tips it at the plate. And Casey behind here quickly now 0-2. Casey, a junior out of Flower Mound, Texas. His brother McKay also on the team. And the pitch is outside for a ball, as is Noah Hill, kind of a middle or a infielder catcher. For the Cougars, also they came in uh, the same year out of Flower Mound. If I remember correctly, their junior or senior year in high school, they won a national championship in baseball. I think every player on that starting team signed Division One scholarship. There's a ball hit, left field base hit, Great just past the glove of Ethan Lopez. So Casey Jacobson gets things started out well for the Cougars here in the seventh inning with a single, and that will bring up McIntyre. Wow! So everybody on that starting team signed Division One. That's pretty impressive. Mitch McIntyre has walked and flown out to center field. Be interesting to see if Coach Littlewood here might possibly be a sacrifice. He moved, trying to get that runner into scoring position here in the seventh inning. McIntyre wearing number six on the back of that jersey. He might even try to send Casey and do a little hit and run too. Here's the pitch, and that is over for a strike. Ashworth, a long-rangey right-hander, working from the stretch. And the pitch, McIntyre squares to bunt. Quick throw to first base, not in time. Ball gets away from the first baseman, but Casey Jacobson... Didn't see it as he had to dive back into the bag. Uh, pretty aggressive there as McIntyre tried to bunt at that ball. Just missed it. 0-2 the count. Yeah, he took off running a little too early, McIntyre, and completely missed that bunt. And Casey didn't. Ha- Casey also started going, yeah. which caught him a, a good throw there. Might have had him. Yeah, it would have been close if yeah. the first baseman had been able to hold on to that baseball. 
So no McIntyre down in the count, 0-2. And here's Ashworth's pitch, and that is down low for a ball. Cougars came into the ballgame hitting 306 as a team. Led by Brian Sue, who's not in the lineup. Uh, he was hitting 476. And right behind him, Mitch McIntyre, the guy at the plate, hitting 438. Quite a start to this young freshman's career. Another throw to first. And again, Jacobson, who's got pretty good speed, diving back into first base. With this turf field, Tuckett, do you find guys getting dinged up a little bit as far as carpet burns and things? Does that become an issue, guys having to wear gloves on the bases? That ball hit to the first baseman. He's got it. Throws to second for one. The return to first, not in time. Yeah, you know, the pants are starting to they rip a little bit more. But uh, with the sliding shorts that they wear underneath and whatnot, it's not too bad. It's actually much better than dirt because most fields we play on aren't great dirt fields. And there's a little bit of rocks in there that end up making a bigger difference. Twenty-two Scott Bellina now beginning to throw. He is a red shirt junior. Another right hander starting to throw as uh, Brennan Anderson. He's had a good day, two for three today, a double and a single, and he swings and misses for a strike. That was a good breaking ball right there. Caught Anderson a little off guard. Anderson hit the ball hard every single time today. Anderson, the right-hander, steps back in. And here's the pitch. Anderson swings again on the breaking pitch. 0-2. McIntyre with tremendous speed. You know, there's one thing about having speed and stealing bases, but it's also another thing about knowing how to steal a base. For sure. For sure. He's got a good lead at first base. Big lead. And the 0-2. That's outside for a ball. That'd be a bad time to send him right here. I'm pretty sure the pitcher's going to come back to the slider here that Brennan swung through the first I, two pitches. I agree, and he has got a big, big lead. Ashworth from the stretch. Throw to first. McIntyre back in safely. Brennan Anderson, the senior, out of Draper. Here's the pitch. Curveball, swing and a miss. So Brennan goes down on strikes. Four out number two, and that will bring Schneem into the plate. It's only the third strikeout for BYU tonight, but that came in a critical situation. As Daniel Sneeman, who is uh, 0 for 4, does have an RBI, steps in. First pitch inside, ball one. Well, you get one in the gap here, pretty good chance McIntyre could score with that speed he's got. Absolutely. Anything that gets the wall, it's going to be a run, that's for sure. Schneeman's 
Neiman from the left side steps in. Ball hit out right to the second baseman. He's got it. He'll throw Schneeman out for the out. Cougars. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left on. We are through six and a half now. 3-3 BYU in Hawaii on your Cougar baseball or on your new skin BYU Sports Network. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Johnny Weeks, the number eight hitter in the lineup for Hawaii, steps in against the freshman Zimmerman. Drew Zimmerman's first pitch is outside ball one of the evening for BYU. Good curveball drops in for a strike, one and one. Pitch uh, down low. Two balls and a strike. It's the guy you got to attack. Can't give a free base to a guy like this. Pitch is fouled out of play. Two balls and two strikes. Uh, Maki Yamazaki's uh, due up next, the shortstop for Hawaii, and then back to the top of the order. Strike three called on the outside corner. You throw a ball anywhere near that outside corner with two strikes, and uh, you might get that call. He really liked ringing guys up, that's for sure. This this guy's a tough out here, this next hitter. Yeah, you know, he's hitting uh, 462 coming into the ballgame. He's walked and grounded out today. First pitch high and tight for a ball. He hits just like all those typical Japanese hitters, you know. High leg kick, body movement, and really keeps the bat long through the zone. Doesn't strike out much. Transfer out of a Tokyo International University. This is his first year with the Hawaii Rainbows. Even though he is a junior. I'd like to go on that recruiting trip. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what he's majoring in? Japanese. Probably have a leg up on the rest of the class. Absolutely. Ball's down low, ball three. Three one pitch, that's over for a strike, three and two. One man out, bottom of the seventh, in a game that's all tied up at three three. There's a pitch that's down low, ball four. Second walk given up to Yamazaki in tonight's ball game. So a runner at first base, top of the order for Hawaii. Cougars uh, do have some activity. Burrup is again up, beginning to throw. And it looks like right now he's the only guy up. 
Hawaii. Nobody in their pen throwing at this point. Quick throw to first base and uh, back in safely is uh, Yamazaki. He has not attempted a stolen base this year. Drew Zimmerman from the stretch. Pitch, fly ball. Should be an easy play for Brock Hale in right. Brock there under it, makes the catch for out number two. And Kiki Rios, the catcher, steps in. He is uh, one for two today. Rios, a uh, junior of Kahalua it's like, here uh, on Oahu. It's like David Clausen's uh, mint broke. He ran all the way back to the dugout to get a new glove. So Clawson back out there with a new glove. As a catcher, you gotta hate that. Well, you get that yeah. glove you're used to, and for sure. The throw to first this time, Yamazaki. Pretty good lead. Leaning a little bit toward the bag at second, just uh, scrambled his way back in. Another throw to first. And again, the runner back in safely. Well, Coach Littlewood said in the pregame that there's a couple of guys that, you know, he hasn't even seen throw yet this year. He needs to get some guys a little bit of an experience. There's a ground ball out towards Schneeman. Daniels got it. Quick throw to first in time for the out. Great job. And Hawaii is retired here in the seventh. We're all still knotted up 3-3, BYU in Hawaii, on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Stringland will be the first hitter scheduled up for BYU. He'll be followed by Brock Hale and then uh, Nate Favero as we go to the eighth. Three runs, seven hits for the Cougars. Three runs, five hits for Hawaii. Airless baseball by both teams. Yeah, good ball game, just like we saw last night here on the Manoa campus of Hawaii. Kringland uh, is one for three. He doubled in the third. Last time up, he hit one to the base of the wall and left. It was run down by Johnny Weeks. Robbed him of extra bases. He's hit two balls real hard tonight. So Keaton will step in there. Came in hitting at 316. He's raised that average a little bit today. And the first pitch is a curveball over for a strike. No balls and a strike to the Cougar left fielder Keaton Kringlin. There's a fastball that's outside. Kringlin, the young man out of uh, Cedar City, Canyon View High School, came in as kind of an unheralded freshman. But boy, did he ever put his stamp on BYU baseball the last couple of years. That ball's fouled out of play. 
Hit 369 as a freshman. Five home runs, 23 RBIs. Started 35 of the 42 games for BYU. And last year, that ball hit into right field. Base hit by Kringlin. Last year, Kringlin started in all, every game the Cougars played. 59 starts. He had 318 again with five home runs, 55 RBIs. Was a national player of the week. It's like uh, Jarrett Perns, number five, is going to pinch run for Kringlin. So Kringlin will uh, come off, and Perns will come on to uh, pinch run. Perns, excellent speed. It's also a really good outfielder, so, you know, get him on the bases, see if we can get score a run and have a good defensive replacement. Great piece of hitting by Kringlin right there, though, to sit on that breaking ball and just hit it through the four hole. Brock Hale looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3. Brock's due. He is due, man. Brock was 0 for 3 last night, 0 for 3 again today. He's pressing a little bit early this season, you know, taking good pitches and just missing some balls. He's a guy who really makes our offense go. He's so consistently good. Got to get him going. First pitch to Brock is a curveball. It's down low, ball one. Burns is a junior out of Henderson's, a transfer out of a Southern Nevada Community College. A very good baseball program there. And for those of you fans who don't know, probably there's a uh, ground ball. Great play by Yamazaki, the shortstop. They turn it into two. Wow. What a play. Backhanded on a short hop. Made the quick throw to second, and they were able to double up Brock Hale. I thought that ball was in the left field for sure. For sure, absolutely. It's a great play. Unbelievable. 6-4-3 double play. And that will bring uh, Favero now to the plate. Can't catch a break offensively. Hit a ball hard as he can right at the guy. Makes a fantastic play and turns it into two. First pitch to Favero's down low. Boy, just when it looks like you might be getting something going, uh, Yamazaki makes a play like that. Tremendous. Pitch to Favero's up high ball, too. Nate Favero, one for three today. Flew out to uh, right field his last time, up right to the base of the wall. Hmm. And the. 2-0 pitch is over for a strike. Good pitch to hit right there. Could have done some damage with that pitch. About 75 degrees at uh, game time here today. A little different than the uh, weather being experienced in uh, Utah right now. Yeah, no kidding. Nice I'm, to be on this side of that. I'm not ready to come home. Three balls and a strike now to Favero. Pitch to Nate is over for a strike. Just caught the outside corner. Impressed with this uh, rainbow pitching staff. They've got some good live arms. And they throw a lot of strikes, too. Come right at hitters. Favera, little looper. Yamazaki goes over, makes the catch. Great play by Yamazaki again. 
And the Cougars retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. We're through seven and a half. 3-3, BYU and Hawaii on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, we go to the bottom of the eighth now. Three, four, and five do up for Hawaii. Dustin Demeter steps in against uh, Drew Zimmerman, and the ball hit pretty well. Right fielder Brock Hill, however, right there on the first pitch of the inning. Demeter lines out for out number one, and that will bring up Adam Fogel. Fogel homered a solo shot in the second, walked in the third, and popped up the second baseman his last time up there. So Adam Fogel, the sophomore out of Palos Verdes, has two home runs on the year. And he will step in. Zimmerman's first pitch is over for a strike. Now Zimmerman's been impressive. He's done a great job so far. He has come in. He's thrown strikes. Fly ball. McIntyre right there in center field. Just went over into the right center field alley a little bit. Made the easy play for out number two. And that will bring up Ramirez, first baseman. Nice job getting the first two guys to fly out on, on what, three three or four total pitches. Yeah. Cougars have got a couple of uh, a lefty and a righty. It looks like Jake going. Sudreth is going and, and Riley Gates. So Burrup is down. He threw a b- bunch of pitches out there in the pen. And Ramirez steps in, and the first pitch is just a little bit low, ball one. Eric Ramirez, big lefty, hits one right at Favero. He's got it. He'll throw the ball to Zimmerman at the bag, and Hawaii quickly retired here in the eighth. Great inning by Zim. We are through eight complete now, 3-3 BYU and Hawaii on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with... Brent Norton. Cougars will come up in the ninth inning here in a 3-3 tie. Kyle Dean will lead it off for BYU. You want to remind fans that all the games this year will be archived on the BYURadio.org site. Go to shows. BYU has their you know, BYU baseball has their own show and go in there and you can listen to any game that we do throughout the entire year. Very nice uh, Thing that the fans will be able to take advantage of. So uh, check that out. Let your friends and neighbors know as Kyle Dean takes a curveball over for a call strike. Dean, Clausen, and Jacobson do up here in the ninth inning. Cougars have eight hits. Hawaii has five hits, but they both have three runs on the board as Kyle Dean rockets one. Center fielder going back, makes the catch. Right on the edge of the warning track. Dean hit that ball hard. Yeah, smashed it. Good play out there for out number one. So the Cougars, you know, a little bit tough luck right now. You, you look at that last ball that Brock Hale hit right there by Dean. 
Swinging the bats pretty well, just can't yeah, just uh, seem right to find him. a hole right now. That'll bring up uh, David Clausen. Swing and a miss by Clausen. Off-speed pitch. David is certainly with the ball carry a little bit toward right field here would have an opportunity. David with tremendous power as we saw last year, his freshman year. Here's the 0-1, and that's a fastball on the outside corner for call strike two. Attacking the guys again. Getting right after it. Fastball and changeup for strikes whenever he wants so far. This Hawaiian uh, pitching staff has only allowed one base on ball in this game as Lawson swings and misses at a pitch off the plate for out number two. And that will bring Jacobson to the plate. McIntyre is the only guy that's walked in the ballgame. Last night in the ballgame, there were only three Cougars that walked. And you, you do that in college baseball, you're going to win a lot of baseball games. Yeah, for sure. Jacobson steps in, curveball over for a strike. Boy, it just seems like Cougars behind in the count almost all night here to this. Uh, you know, when I looked at this uh, pitching staff's ERA of around one, you know, it's just hard to believe, but I'm telling you, the more I watch them and the type of guys they're bringing out of the bullpen, I mean, they, they throw the ball very well. Yeah, they compete in the zone, and they, they make you put the ball in play. Another curveball, another strike, 0-2 to Jacobson. Casey fouls this one off over into the Cougar bullpen. Now on the right field side. Jacobson one for three today, singled his last time up. And the pitch is down low. Both teams airless defensively in the game. Pitch is down low all the way back to the screen. And the count evens up at two balls and two strikes. Jacobson wearing number 16 on the back of that uh, gray root, uh, gray pinstriped uh, road uniform for BYU. And here is the 2-2. Casey swings and misses, goes down on strikes. And Ashworth with a good inning. Cougars, no runs, hits, or errors. We're through eight and a half now. 3-3, BYU and Hawaii on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Lopez steps in. Check swing, fouls one down the first baseline for strike one. Lopez singled his last time up. He's also scored a run for Hawaii. He's the... Third baseman for the Rainbow Warriors. Drew Zimmerman still on the hill for the Cougars. As he's had a great outing. Pitch a little bit outside. A ball and a strike. Here's the 1-1. That's outside for ball two. 
Lopez, the number six hitter in the order. He'll be followed by Logan Polson and then uh, Johnny Weeks. Pitch is grounded down toward Casey Jacobs. Boy, great wow, play by Jacobs. Play, came in and short hopped that ball, made the quick throw, and threw o. Lopez out by three steps. Just a tremendously quick hand. That play right there by Casey Jacobson. It's a tough read because if you let that bounce, one more high bounce with the speed of Lopez, he probably beats it out. So good job, great play, good hands. One man out, Polson steps in. Doubled in a run in the second. Grounded out and has struck out. One for three. First pitch from Zimmerman's over for a strike. Yeah, Zim struck him out last time on the changeup running away. Still have to go back to that late again. Zimmerman's pitch is over for call strike two. Local crowd didn't like that, but we've seen that called all game. Yeah, the Warrior crowd wasn't happy with that strike call. Here's the 0-2. A little bit outside for a ball. Polson is a sophomore out of Huntington Beach, California. Which is up high for a ball. As we mentioned, he's a big young kid, uh, 6'1", 240. DHing got his first uh, action tonight, double in a run, his first at bat of the season. Ooh, there's a fastball just missed off the plate, three and two. Got to attack him right here, no freebies. On Zim. 3-2 pitch. That's down low, ball four. So Zimmerman walks Polson. Potential game-winning run now at first base. I'm sure I would think you're going to have a pinch runner for yep, Polson. Here, here it comes. So Polson coming out of the ball game. Number 21 for Hawaii. That is Dalen Calican. He is a freshman out of Hilo, Hawaii. He will run. And now Mike Littlewood out of the dugout, and I think that's going to be it for Zimmerman. Left-hander going to come in. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is the end of the ballgame for the Cougars. Riley Gates, one of the really premier closers last year, Tuckett. And uh, this year has gotten off to another really, really good start uh, in two appearances, he's thrown two and two-thirds innings, have six strikeouts, has only given up two hits, uh, has a zero ERA and two saves. So Gates has picked up right where he left off last year. And, boy, when he developed that little change of his, boy, did it did it change his career. Really pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's such a big-time swing and miss pitch. It comes out of his hand just like a fastball, and good hitters have a problem with it. And it's really kept him being so successful. So Gates into the ball game. He will face uh, Johnny Weeks, the number eight hitter, as we are in the bottom of the ninth inning, and Cougars are hoping to go extra innings here. Hawaii has a potential game-winning run at first base, and the Cougars not messing around as they bring their best reliever in, and Riley Gates, that just shows you how bad Coach Littlewood wants to win this ball game. Absolutely. Go to your best guy in the pen.
So Gates finishes his warm-up tosses. And Johnny Weeks will step in. Weeks is uh, 0 for 3, struck out looking his last time up. He's also lined into a double play and grounded out in the ballgame. He was hitting 167 coming into the ballgame. His average has now dipped uh, down to 133 on the year. As Weeks will come up, he's 0 for 7 in the series against BYU. And the first pitch is over for a call strike. I hate hearing that stat because statistics shows he's due right here, right? (laughs) Come on, Gatesy, get us ground ball. No balls in a strike. Gates from the stretch. Runner at first base, not with much of a lead. And a swing and a miss. 0-1-2. Yeah, back-to-back fastballs to get the two strikes. Owen two. Gates again looks at first. Here's the pitch. Little pop-up in the infield. Easy play for Schneeman, calling everybody off right in front of the bag at second. He makes the play. There's that changeup. Two men out. And Yamazaki, really the star of the game for this team, has walked twice, has made a couple of really good defensive plays, will come up. These two teams have played each other 75 times throughout the years. Of course, back in the old whack days, uh, they played each other every year. And we've got a long-standing rivalry. The show on there when was the last time we played until yesterday? Yeah, I think it's been 16 years. Wow. That ball in the dirt. Throw down to second base. That ball's going to get away and into center field. The runner will hold at Great second base, however. McIntyre got there quickly. I'm amazed. The ball got away from Kloss, and he came up through wildly and uh, went into center field. McIntyre was there, and the runner, the freshman runner, just stayed at the back at second base. I think he had plenty of time he to did, move up. He did, yeah. I took a, definitely got a break there. Not a great matchup here, though, because we got a singles hitters up with the winning run in second now. Looks like the outfielders, I know Perns is moving a little bit in left. Got to get to depth to where you can throw him out at the plate on any ground ball through the infield. Here's the 1-1 pitch from Riley Gates. That pitch inside wow. back to the screen. So the runner moves up to third base now. So Hawaii, two wild pitches from Gates has put the winning run at third base. Count now two and one. And the hitter, Yamazaki, at the plate, who has uh, had a tremendous start to his first year here at Hawaii, transfer out of Tokyo International University. You know, it's uncharacteristic of the Cougs. 
both last night and tonight now, late in the game, it's it's throwing mistakes. Yeah. You know, two there by Gates, spiking it and way throwing an inside fastball and the air last night. So hopefully Gates can get out of this Boy, get, and get us the extras. You know, BYU's played five games, and they've all been tight games every game. Wow. That ball way inside again. And the count now three and one to Yamazaki. And Riley, for whatever reason, after yeah. throwing that uh, one pitch in the dirt that moved the runner to second base, he's he's not even near the zone. Yeah, right. Uh, Clausen's got to do whatever he can right here to keep that ball in front. Here's the pitch. Line drive, left field. In comes Perns. He makes oh, the catch. Great catch, Perns. Wow. Great, great jump by Perns. He came Diving in, as you were catch. mentioning. Oof. Went to his knees, made the catch, and we're going to extra innings here in Hawaii. Great play by Perns. No runs, hits, or errors. Two runners left. We're through nine complete. 3-3, Hawaii and BYU on your Cougar Baseball Radio Network. We're going to extra innings as we go to the 10th inning here in Honolulu. BYU and the University of Hawaii. Wow, crazy ending of that ninth. Boy, it really was. Cougars thought they were going to throw it away there for a moment. Yeah, unbelievable. Barons came in and uh, made a good play, and as much as I like Kringlin and left, I'm not sure he could have gotten there and made that play. Yeah, who knows? That was unbelievable. Now we're in the tenth. Let's, let's go put a run up. Mitch McIntyre, the uh, Cougars center fielder, who is uh, 0 for 2 today, will come up. First pitch is inside for ball one. There's a ball hit right up the middle. That's going to be through for a base hit. So McIntyre, big base hit leading off the 10th inning for the Cougars. Now top of the order. And Brennan Anderson stepping in. Great job, Mitch. Great leadoff right there. He's the, got a hit in every game he's played in so far as a Coug. It's a good start to a career. Now let's see our senior leader come through here. Here we go. Anderson, on, Anderson two for four on the day with an RBI. And there's Anderson. Bunts the ball. Good bunt out in front of the plate. Pit catcher. Oh, he did. Can't field it. Tried to field it with a bare hand, and he just couldn't pick it up. Rios. So the Cougars now with runners at first and second base. And nobody out. And Schneeman will step up. And, and most assuredly, Schneeman will be bunting here. That's, yeah, that's the first error of the ball one. game. B put a little bit of a backspin on that bunt. Catcher a little overran it and tried to barehand it. And we'll take it. And I think barehanding is probably the right it play. Is, it is, But he yeah. just could not get a hold of it. Yeah. Like you said, might have had a little spin on it. But... Uh, I think that's the correct play, but he just couldn't uh, trying to stab it like a fork and just couldn't come up with it. Got to so execute here. Got to execute. Sneeman scoring to bunt. Good uh, speed on the bases here with Anderson. And, and there's a great bunt down the third baseline. Third baseman's got it. He'll throw Sneeman out. Good job by Sneeman. Moves the runners into scoring position on the sacrifice, and Kringlin will come up. Actually, it turns now. 
Oh yeah, that's right. But they're Perns. gonna looks like they're gonna pinch hit Jake Brown, number thirty six, for Perns. That's right. Perns uh, was scheduled after he took over for Kringlin, and now uh, Jake Brown, who had a big double here last night into the left center field alley. It was a good matchup for Jake. I like this. He's a clutch hitter. There is a lefty down working in the pen for Hawaii. As the catcher, Rios, now out to talk with uh, his pitcher, Colin Ashworth. Purely to give that left-hander more time. They're both looking into the dugout now. And here comes the pitching coach to take more time. Or is that the head coach? Can't tell. Yeah, I think uh, he is the head coach, 25, I be- or 35. Yeah, they're going to go to the lefty. We're going to take a 90-second break. Be back with uh, more 10th inning action here on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Okay, new pitcher for Hawaii as he comes in with runners at second and third for the Cougars with uh, in the 10th inning, one man out is uh, Cash Coulterman. Coulterman, uh, lefty, 6'1", 190-pounder out of uh, Lake Taps, Washington, uh, Bellevue College. So he's into the game. Coulterman has not seen action this year. So this will be his first appearance of the year for the Rainbow Warriors, and he's going to face Jake Brown, number 36 for BYU. He's a new name. For the Cougar fans this year, he is a DH outfielder, 6'4", 200-pound sophomore out of uh, Central Arizona College. He's went to high school in Mesa, Arizona. So Brown into the ball game, lefty on lefty here. Brown's and a quiet kid, but his teammates love him because he's just a hitter. He gets in there and competes. Big-time chance right here. Warriors bring the infield in. And Coulterman's first pitch to Brown almost got away from the catcher. Way outside for ball one. Jake Brown this year has had four at-bats, has one hit. As the left-hander steps back in and the pitch is over for a strike, one and one. Boy, those Rainbow Warriors are way up on the... Yes, they are. They're way up, even on this turf field. Usually on a turf field like this, you can maybe take a step or two back, but they're very shallow. Mm. Fastball on the outside corner, one and two to Brown. Find a way. Put a ball in play here, Brown. Got to have you. On deck is Brock Hale. Here's the one-two. Gets away from the catcher, hits the umpire. Oh, wow. That ball hit the umpire. It would have been all the way back to the screen. It would have. That was a run. And you could see right there that uh, McIntyre saw the ball bounce. He was maybe fortunate to get back because he he was was. on his way home. Yeah, he'd have been out. That ball hit off the umpire and bounced out in front of the plate, or that would have been a run for sure. Boy, another break not going BYU's way. Come on, Brown. Clutch up right here. Two and two. Here's Coulterman's pitch. Brown just gets a piece of it, fouls it at the plate. I loved hitting in this situation. Just find a way to hit a fly ball to the outfield. 
Defensively, they're pulled in a little bit in the outfield also. As Brown steps back in. Pitch to Brown is down low, ball three. Three and two now. As you mentioned, Brock Hale is on deck, the cleanup hitter for BYU. Warriors have two guys going to the pen, a righty and a lefty right now. Cougars nobody up as uh, Riley Gates, uh, right now the pitcher of record. Brown pops one foul. Got a good look at that one, just missed it. Good battle here. Man, I still can't believe that ball hit the umpire like that. What a break. Brown digs back in. Three and two the count. Here's the pitch. Brown fouls another one off. Up and over the roof here at Les Murakami Stadium. Jake Brown digs back in. Here's the pitch. Brown takes that one outside. Bases loaded for BYU. Good or bad right there by that Jake Brown. Fantastic. Fantastic. They brought him in just to face him. Left on left matchup. Gets down, what, 0 2. 0 2 quickly, all the way back to a walk. Now we'll see what Hawaii does here. They might put the infield back trying to turn oh, two. Oh, for sure. Corners will be in, but the middle definitely will try to roll two. They're kind of halfway right now. Yeah, they but, are. Uh, they are. Uh, I think they're still trying to decide exactly what to do. They've, they've got them back. They're looking for two. Brock Hale runs pretty well. Although he did ground in with double play. His last time up on a great play by the shortstop Yamazaki. Here's the pitch. Brock Hale hits this ball. Right fielder's got it. Here comes the McIntyre from third base, and he'll score easily. Great job, Brock. Great job. So Brock Hale jumps on the first pitch, picks himself up a sacrifice fly in an RBI, and the Cougars lead 4-3. Runners at the corners for BYU. Going to put in Cam Richens, number four, to pinch run for uh, for Brown. And he'll probably stay out and go to the outfield because he's another outfielder. So Richens with tremendous speed in the first base, and Favero now up with trying to give the Cougars a little more insurance. Big RBI single by Brock Hale has given the Cougars the lead here in the tenth. Pressure's off now for for Nate. Now he just got to put together a good at bat. Favero one for four on the day. His only hit was a single. That was back in the fourth inning. Richens can really run at first. If the ball gets anywhere in the gap, he's going to score too. Come on, Nate. Let's bust this thing open, right? Let's put up a crooked number. I love that Brock Hale just was aggressive on that first fastball and did his job. Favero steps in. Here's the pitch. That's outside a little bit for ball one. The Rainbow Warriors will have the top of the order coming up in their half of the inning. And here's the pitch to Favero, and that's up high for ball two. Hawaii with a left-hander throwing. 
Cougars with down there just a couple of guys uh, loosening up a little bit, but I'm sure Gates will be the guy. That's Gates' game. In the 10th inning. Pitch to Favero's up high again, ball three. So the Hawaii Rainbow pitcher, one pitch away from loading them up for the Cougars. Hey, better find a way to get back into that bat because if he walks Favero here, Dean has hit some missiles this game that haven't fallen. And I love this matchup for Kyle Dean coming on deck. Ball four. So Favero walks to load him up. And in will step Kyle Dean. Kyle doubled in the sixth, his only hit. Flew out to deep center field his last time up, and now we're going to the bullpen again for Hawaii. And we'll take a 90-second break and be back with more New Skin BYU Sports Network baseball right after this. Well, the Cougars played five extra inning games last year. They lost to Georgia State in 10. Lost at San Jose State in 13. Then they beat Northern Colorado, USD, and then they lost uh, versus Utah in 13. So uh, five extra inning games, that's about 10% of their games last year. So they're, yeah. uh, they're used to this. And they've come out here in the 10th inning and done a nice job to get runners on base. Kyle Dean trying to add to that 4-3 lead as we play the top of the 10th inning. Dean hit an absolute missile his last time up. Center fielder had to run back and make the play on the warning track. All right, Dean, clutch up right here. Blow this game open. So Kyle Dean steps in with Anderson at third, or Richin uh, at second, and Favero at first base, and the first pitch is a ball to Kyle Dean. Well, Kyle's got to do just be patient. Get a pitch you can drive somewhere. Here's the 1-0, and that's outside Good. ball two. I think those are breaking balls. Hard to tell. Just as we were talking about how good these rainbow warriors were in the pen as far as throwing strikes, the, the bullpen has yeah. struggled a little bit here the last inning or so. Here's the 2-0 to Dean, and that one's over for a strike. Good take right there by yeah, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. That's a low and away, and not a pitch he can drive. Dean, open stance at the plate. Here's the pitch. Strike Ooh. two called wow. inside corner. And it looks a little in. Kyle looks back at uh, Mr. Aguilar, the home plate umpire, and... I don't think he said anything, but I think he put the point across. Yeah. Two balls and two strikes. Here's Richardson's pitch. That's outside ball three. So runners will be moving on the pitch with two men out. As Kyle Dean will step back in there. Here we go, Kyle. Come up big here. Find a way. Dean steps back in. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Dean goes down on strikes. And the Cougars are retired, but they get the they get the one run on one hit. 
Wears and three runners left on base. We are through nine and a half. Cougars four and Hawaii three on your Cougar baseball or on your uh, new skin BYU sports network. Cooks up four three. Go to the bottom of the 10th inning. Top of the order for Hawaii. Riley Gates on the hill for BYU and the first pitch is outside for ball one. Dylan Viacek is the hitter. He is a senior. And he is 0 for 2 today. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. He lined out in the first, had a sacrifice fly in the third, walked in the fifth, and flew out to right field in the seventh inning. Kikai Rios, the catcher, is due up next. And Dustin Demeter, 1-2-3 and three in the order. Here's Gates' 1-1 pitch. Gates, uh, two saves on the year. Has a zero ERA. He'd like to pick up a win here tonight, and he will if he can navigate his way through the uh, bottom of the tent there. Two-one pitch. That's inside for ball three. Well, same pitch they called strike on Kyle Dean. Here's Riley's 3-1 pitch. That's over for a strike, 3-2. and two. Doesn't look like Riley's real comfortable with his fastball command so far. It's not as sharp as he normally is. Three balls, two strikes. Now timeout called at the plate. Cam Richens into left field for the Cougars after he uh, pinch ran in the last inning. He seems to be playing a little bit deeper yeah, than he is uh, deeper than the other guys. Franklin or the or uh, especially the Hawaii left fielders. And the three-two pitch ball fouled off. Got him set up for the changeup right here if he wants to go to it, but I'm not sure if he has confidence yeah. in it because that's the one he spiked last inning. Gates, the senior, Snow Canyon High School down in Santa Clara, Utah. And the 3-2 again. Popped up, foul, and out of play. Riley Gates last year, incredible year. Three wins and a loss. Three saves on the year. At an ERA of 2.30. Again, 3-2. Ball again fouled straight back into the screen. Really pounding him on the inside part of the plate. Good pitches and good job by the Hawaii batter just fighting him off. Gates again with a long look in at his catcher. Lawson, and again the 3-2. Again a ball foul back. Cougars took the lead in the top half of the 10th. 
on a sacrifice fly off the bat of Brock Hale. And they lead this one by a score of 4-3. Here's the pitch from Riley Gates. Fly ball, base hit in the center field. So a leadoff single by Hawaii. And a potential tying run at first base. And Kike Rios will come to the plate. He is one for three today. Single came in the third inning. Kike's a runner who doesn't run very well. He's a catcher, so. Actually, it's Chase Kaua, okay, catcher so they, infielder, has taken over. He's out of Hilo, who, Hawaii. He DH last night. Right. And now he squares the bunt, and the pitch has popped up. And Clawson oh, makes wow. a great play. Unbelievable David play. David Clawson got a good jump on that one, caught it in foul territory down the first baseline. So a big first out right there. Lawson got a good jump. Dovin made the play for out number one. Wow, that's a great play by Clawson. This is the Dimitri. Demeter. Yeah, Dustin Demeter. He's 0 for 4 today. He's hit the ball hard a couple of times. So Gates... With a throw to first base and back in safely is the Hawaiian base runner. If I remember correctly, didn't the meter hit into a hard double play? He did. Yeah. Hit the ball hard to Anderson and uh, they turned two on that one. Here's Gates's pitch and that's up a little bit high for ball one. One and all the count. Here's Gates's pitch. That's over for a strike. A ball and a strike. Cougars four runs, nine hits. Hawaii three runs on six hits. Hawaii won game one last night by a score of 3-2. Cougars battling back here tonight, two outs away from tying up the series and evening it up at 1-1. Another good change there. Really caught good the, change caught up. the outside corner. And the count one and two. That's the action that you expect from that changeup. Adam Fogel, the big hitter's up next. They're a cleanup guy that's homered once today. And here is Gates' pitch off the plate for ball two. Good crowd in the ballpark here tonight. Les Murakami Stadium. As Gates from the stretch, here's the pitch. Hey, a great pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. And Demeter goes down for out number two. And that will bring Fogel to the plate. Fogel hit that long home run. Over the left center field wall. Back in the second inning. That was Hawaii's first run. And now he will step in against Riley Gates. Fogel 6'5", 205 pounds. 
And the first pitch from Gates over for call, strike one. Come on, Gates. That's the matchup that the Warriors want. They want this guy up. And this is the guy we want on the mound for the Cougars. Pitch is just a little bit up. And the count now one and one. So BYU one out away from their fourth win of the year. And Hawaii one out away from their first loss of the year. Now uh, Daniel Schneeman's going to come in, the shortstop for BYU, and have a little chat with his uh, left-hander. I think Gates was upset about, oh, I don't know what's coach going out there too. Something's going on. Now uh, Coach Mike Littlewood out. Yeah, there's something wrong with Riley. Yeah, I think they... Uh, They've actually pointed to the, the bullpen to say that, yeah, oh, that's not good. It looks like they are going to go to the pen. So Gates is going to be brought out of the ball game. You know, I, I could see him kind of doing a, yeah. uh, a warm-up toss a couple of times. And this is terrible news for BYU. Yeah, not good if, at all. This is something that's going to. That is not and, good at you know, all. I know Riley did not pitch in that game Saturday. Just didn't feel like it felt right. And now we are going to get another pitcher for the Cougars, number 43. That's uh, Jake Sudrath. Sudrath comes in. He is a sophomore out of Mesa Community College, 6'4", 200-pounder. And so well, let's take a 60-second break while Sudrath is uh, warming up on your new skin BYU Sports Network. All right, we're back here. Jake Sudrath into the ball game for the Cougars. A very unfortunate instant as uh, Riley Gates, uh, due to an injury, couldn't tell if it was elbow, shoulder, what it was, something to do with his left arm. And, boy, if that uh, turns out to be something serious, that could really put a damper on this BYU team as uh, Gates, as we mentioned last year, was just dynamite as a closer for the Cougars. So Sudrath comes in. He will inherit a 1-1 count to Adam Fogel, the right fielder. There is a runner at first base who is the potential tying run, and Fogel is the potential winning run at the plate. And, of course, the uh, umpires and stuff will give uh, Sudruth as much time as he needs. Interesting point. You brought up uh, Sudruth pitched at Hawaii Hilo his first year in college. And uh, so he's used to the island life, and so he's here pitching in Honolulu against the Rainbow Warriors for the BYU Cougars here. Fogel is homered, walked, popped up, and flown out to center field. So a ball and a strike, two men out. And here is Sudruth's first pitch. That's a slider that's outside for ball two. I love looking out to the left and seeing where Cam Richens is playing right now. Oh my. He's yeah, he is. sitting on the warning track. <laughs> Sudrath this year, uh, one win, no losses. This is his sec- uh, second appearance. That pitch is down low and in the dirt, ball three. 
Sudruth uh, has done an inning in the third, has given up two hits, or three hits, two runs. Let's have a strikeout. So three balls and a strike to uh, Adam Fogel. And here is Sudruth's pitch. That's over for a strike, three and two. Count goes full. Runner's got to throw across. Runner's going to be taken off, so ball in the gap could possibly score the tie and run. Cougars back very deep defensively trying to keep anything from getting into the gap for that very reason. 3-2 outside, ball four. So now potential tie and run in scoring position at second base for Eric Ramirez. Last year, Sudruth, uh, 1.63 earned run average, three wins, two losses. He had 16 saves last year. Kind of a funky side armor. It's funny, he was at uh, Hawaii Hilo, and the entire freshman class was redshirted that year. So he transferred to uh, Arizona Mesa Community and now pitching for BYU. Ramirez steps in, first pitch over for a strike. You can see it's got that yeah, he does. kind of that funky little uh, three-quarter or even sidearm type delivery. He was a junior college All-American last year, led the country in saves. So he's used to this situation late in ball games. As Ramirez steps in. Here is Sudris pitch. Boy, curveball just missed inside. For a ball. Must have been down because it looked good. One ball, one strike. As Jake Sudruth. Pitch over for a strike. Sud was probably the last guy in the ballpark that thought he'd be out there with yeah, Gates on the mound. For sure. But uh, he's come out throwing strikes. Looks good out there. He's a kid who wants the ball. He lives for the situations like this. One ball, two strikes. Ramirez steps back in. And here is Sudra's pitch. Curveball, swing and a miss. Cougars win. 4-3. Jake Sudworth with a big strikeout coming in in relief of Riley Gates. So the Cougars pick up their fourth win of the year and uh, tag Hawaii with their first loss of the year. Cougars win 4-3. We'll be back with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood in the postgame report right after this on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. That's the last out. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the BYU Radio Sports Network. All right, we're back. Uh, Boy, what a ball game. Uh, What a way to start our broadcast for the 2018 season as the Cougars come back with a 4-3 victory in 10 innings over the Hawaii Rainbows uh, in a good one. A classic matchup between two old rivals. And the Cougars come back and even up the series at one apiece. Uh, Jake Sudworth comes in, gets the big strikeout. Uh, one of the better hitters on this Hawaii team. 
and uh, with the potential tying and winning runs on base for these uh, Hawaii Rainbows as the Cougars uh, do a nice job of uh, sticking with the game plan, coming up with some big clutch hits. Uh, Brock Hale gets the uh, sacrifice fly RBI, which is the game winner. And um, Riley Gates uh, gets the win, and Sudruth picks up the save for that uh, big strikeout to uh, end the end the ball game here in Hawaii. Uh, Cougars and uh, Rainbow Warriors will go at it again tomorrow. That game starts at noon here, which is three o'clock Utah time. In Game Three of this series, and that game will be on um, that game will be on uh, AM nine sixty. And uh, no BYU radio tomorrow due to the women's uh, baseball or basketball games with uh, Gonzaga and also the men's game against Gonzaga. So there will be no uh, uh, BYU radio of uh, tomorrow's games. Our next uh, BYU radio game will be uh, next week in Auburn. But we'll be with you at 9.60 a.m. both games tomorrow. So tune in. Uh, You can either tune in to AM 960 or to the uh, AM 960 app. I'd love to have you follow this Cougar team. And a big win for BYU, their fourth win of the year uh, and uh, against two losses. And with the loss, Hawaii uh, picks up their first um, loss of the year as BYU uh, does a nice job there late to uh, push the winning run across in the 10th. And then, um, and then uh, uh, Sudruth uh, shuts it down for the Cougars in the 10th inning. We're going to send it back. Let's send it back for another 90-second break. And then we'll be back with the head coach, uh, Mike Littlewood, Right after this, on your new skin, BYU Radio Sports Network. All right, back here uh, recapping this uh, big win for BYU as they uh, beat Hawaii in extra innings, 4-3 tonight. Cougars uh, four runs, nine hits, and no errors. And Hawaii three runs on six hits and one error. As BYU with a big victory after the heartbreaking loss last night by one run. They come back with a 4-3 victory here tonight. Um, as we mentioned, we'll be back on the air tomorrow at noon for game three of this series as the Cougars and Rainbow Warriors will be playing a doubleheader tomorrow here in Honolulu. The, the Cougars' next game will then be in Auburn, Alabama a week from this last Friday. Uh, that first game will start at 6, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. That will be on 960 and BYU Radio. And then Saturday at 1 o'clock, uh, 960 will be uh, carrying that. And uh, possibly BYU Radio, depending on the uh, the uh, basketball uh, WCC tournament in Las Vegas and when the women and the men might play. Not sure exactly when that might happen. Uh, we've just been handed the final tally sheet. Attendance, 2,804 here in attendance at Les Murakami Stadium. Game time, three hours and 14 minutes. Um, Gates gets the win. Sudruth picks up the loss, and Ashworth takes the, uh, or Sudruth picks up the save, and then Ashworth picks up the loss. Uh, Ryan Brady went two and a third innings, gave up four hits, three runs. He was followed by Motes, who went in inning in two-thirds. And then Drew Zimmerman really came in, was outstanding. Went four innings, only gave up one hit, had two walks, two strikeouts. Uh, Riley Gates in the inning in the third before he was uh, had to come out with an injury. And then uh, Jake Sudruth came in and uh, got the big strikeout in the ball game. As the Cougars win this one by a score of 
four to three. Cougar uh, guys that were hitting very well tonight. Brennan Anderson went two for four with an RBI. Kringlin also had a pair of base hits. And Favero, Kyle Dean, Clawson, Jacobson, and Mitch McIntyre all had hits. McIntyre's hit got things started out in the 10th inning. He was eventually came around to score the winning run for BYU. So uh, I'm sure Coach uh, Littlewood, this is a, a long ways up to this press box, and I uh, still haven't quite seen him yet, so we're, we're hoping that he's going to make his way up. Um, if not, then... Um, yeah, he is saying uh, he is going to be coming this way uh, very shortly, so we'll uh, just wait for uh, Mike to wake his way up here. Uh, Murakami Stadium here, built in 1984, really a pitcher's type of ballpark uh, with a very dense air here. Uh, 4,312 is the uh, the number of, of a sellout, and as we mentioned uh, today, uh, 2,804 in attendance. Uh, as the Cougars win this one 4-3. We're going to take one more 60-second break and then be back with Coach Littlewood right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here, uh, Coach Littlewood. Uh, we've spotted him. Kind of weird. You have to catch, catch an elevator up here, and then you kind of have to wind your way around so it's not the easiest uh, press box to find your way in. It's probably been... A long time since he's been up in this ballpark, but uh, now joined by uh, victorious coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Coach, uh, well, I'll tell you, this year's team um, seems like uh, uh, every game is very, very tight. Again, we saw that same thing here tonight as uh, you guys battled, um, came up some big performances, uh, especially Drew Zimmerman, and, uh, you know, in the bullpen, gave you four strong innings, one hit, and uh, great, a great win for your team. Yeah, it was. I mean, first of all, you're you're way up here. <laughs> That's a hike. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I love that about our team, and we've had six opportunities right now to be in close games, and you know three or four of them we've come back and got the job done. It, re- it really was, and when you look at that ninth inning, of course the key hit had to be uh, McIntyre's leadoff single, and he was the one that eventually came around to score the the winning run. And uh, and the more I watch this kid, the more I really like him. He's just. Uh, Seems very mature uh, for a freshman, and, uh, uh, you know, the, there's not a, a, a moment it doesn't seem like it's too big for him. Yeah, he, he and Ryan Brady have the same demeanor. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't I, – I went over and before that inning started, I said, hey, do something good, and he just gave, gave me a smile. And I love that about uh, – because most freshmen have deer in headlights look, and uh, then they that translates over to their at-bat, and they get nervous. And, and he's had – you can see why we talked about before the game – why I thought he's he's won that center field starting spot. Yeah, he's done a great job. Uh, boy, it just seemed like you couldn't catch a break there, hitting some balls hard. Uh, shortstop uh, made a fantastic play uh, yeah. on uh, to turn a double play when it looked like you might have something really going. And boy, you got to give this Hawaii team credit. They they play good defense, and I'll tell you, they throw strikes. They do. Uh, yeah, late in the bullpen, you know, some of the guys late in the bullpen weren't quite as sharp, but I'll tell you, those two, three guys we've seen the last two nights, uh, they're just strike throwers. Well, it's almost like their their staff is built for this park. You know, th- that's yeah. what you want to do. The only thing that really you know, hurts you at this park is, is walks. Um, you know, and, and a walks just like almost a double in this park. And so you can – today was kind of weird. The wind was blowing out a little bit to right, and so we had to play just a tad bit different. But, um, yeah, you know, what keeps stick, sticking out in my mind is Drew Zimmerman and how he uh, – Came in there and I don't even know. I haven't looked at his line yet, but three and maybe four innings, three four and a, innings. three and two, yeah, four innings, one hit. I mean, it's a freshman, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a freshman that's sitting ninety ninety one and and uh, good hard slider, 
and the and that's not even the best attribute he has. I mean, he's just a gamer and, and he's not afraid of anything. I just love that. Uh, he's going to be pretty special coming out of the pen for us this year. Well, thank goodness for Jake Sudruth, who's that's kind of what he does. He closes. I mean, yeah. uh, JC All American last year. Hopefully, things with Gates are okay. But uh, Sudruth came in, and again, he was. You could see very comfortable out there in that situation. He was. Yeah, you, you can tell he's been there before. Yeah, and, and Riley just had a little tightness in the back of his shoulder, and obviously, that's not something that we want to even chance. And so, uh, I, Jake had been throwing for an inning and maybe even two innings down there just a not not hot but he's been he'd been throwing so it wasn't like bringing somebody cold off the bench and so we i felt okay with that his slider was really really good tonight. it was moving yeah. you could see from here it was moving good and he's kind of you know it's kind of weird because you look at him his one of his his fingers his middle fingers longer than than it should be i should say i guess <laughs> i don't know that's the best way to put it and so he throws that fastball and and it depends on what side of the ball his finger gets on Huh. Which way it's going to break, and so and sometimes he doesn't even know. So wow. it's going to cut, or it's going to, it's going to slide. And and anyway, when he throws that good hard slider, um, that just man, that's kind of a wipeout pitch. Well, you got Hayden Rogers, one of your vets, going tomorrow for you. Nice to even up the series one one with two uh, with two tomorrow. So that's uh, been a fun season. I mean, I've seen a bunch of your games, and first one we've been able to broadcast, but. Uh, exciting baseball and and you've got some veteran guys that are they're doing a good job for you and and you know uh that there's still a lot of potential there yeah but i love some of the freshmen that 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 you're throwing out there. yeah you know to have a real special year you have to have guys that you don't really expect step up and uh you know right now mitch mcintyre is one of those guys and we put casey jacobson in the game and he plays incredible defense i mean he i you know in my opinion the umpire missed the call when he dove at third base i thought he was out um, you know, obviously we don't, we're not going to argue too many calls at first base that are bang, bang, but I thought that call was missed. Um, but he just, man, he just a, a plus plus defender. So he, if he can put together some good at bats, he's going to be another guy we can go to in, in this situation, give Brian Sue a rest. He looked a little bit tired and overmatched yesterday. And so it's nice to be able to just mix and match and put another guy in and, and uh, have him produce for us and like you, that. And you got Favero at first, who's got good hands and a good yeah. defender too. So yeah. well, coach, I know uh, what we've about 12, about 12 hours away from the opening pitch tomorrow, <laughs> so we'll let you get back to the hotel. Congratulations, and uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks a lot, Brent. Appreciate it. All right, Coach uh, Mike Littlewood, Cougars win tonight by a score of 4-3. I'd like to thank everybody, Coldback Station, everybody for making this possible, and uh, we'll be back on the air with you tomorrow at uh, about 3 o'clock, 2.55, for game three of this uh, Hawaii-BYU series here from Manoa, Hawaii. Uh, with that, we'll say so long, and uh, see you tomorrow.